the logos and everything like that. I was. Yeah, no, I, I jumped in and got the logos. Like, that's thank that's you. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I was like, wait, I thought I did this literally the least week. I could do. <laughs> <laughs> you got everything else ready last night. And we're like, oh, oh like, TK already did the groundwork because we're doing the morning show. Oh, he dude, didn't get the one no, logo. No, I can no, help with no, that. No. So, <laughs> well, I appreciate you coming in in a clutch right there, my friend, because that would have been literally what I was doing. Would be doing right now. Right, just um, sticking the landing there. That's me. Uh, well, I mean, it, yeah, it was a long night. It was a long night for us. We we typically have a, a podcast every Thursday night, and last night we got a chance to go party for a certain amount of time uh, and hang yeah, out with some was. of our old buddies. Um, it was, it was it very was casual, very it was, chill. Um, it, I mean, it was just a reception. I mean, there's a lot of absolutely. these work events where we're there to like, you know, like work. let's really dig into yeah. product and specs and product and cameras and shoot the video and comparisons the, and, and jumping and, and of course shooting our entire and that, that wasn't google site. speed last night it was like hey we're gonna we're gonna break some bread and you've got a wristband for some beverages and yep, yep. some of the some of the best diet coke i can get yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, it's one of those um it, you know, i mean I, I had one bourbon and i sound like this so it was, uh, <laughs> well because so here's the thing um i kind of sounded the same yesterday this morning earlier uh because I think we were talking for too long. That was something. That's the other thing. We were outdoors. We were talking. We were hanging out. So it was to me. I think that's the probably like you know a little bit because yeah, you're yelling over the sort of exactly. sound of everyone around you. So it is. What, one of these days, they're going to take me up on a social event where we all crash a library, and then when we have conversations <laughs> with people, we don't have to worry about blowing our voices out, talking over music and AS, ASMR meetup. That'll be that'll be a fun one, right? Yeah. And the goal is not to get the librarian <laughs> to catch you and kick you out. Exactly, right? So I, <laughs> I just we'll, quoted. We'll, we can all have. <laughs> we, we can all. <laughs> oh, Was it Monsters University? Monsters oh, no. University, yeah. Sorry, but but, but yeah, folks, we can all have a good time just being quiet, and it'll be yeah. it'll be awesome. And someday well, they'll take me do. up on that. Someday we'll be able to do that. It'll be. Cool. <laughs> I'm choking up on this. Yes, I. Uh, I would be up for a library meetup. I'll, I'd like to see how that goes. Uh, the amount of conversations uh, that go around. But it was nice. I mean, I'll say this. Um, we got a chance to see our buddy Tachaka, uh, J- uh, Josh, yeah. Joshua Vergara, Josh Quinones, Isa, Isa uh, Greggles, Greg. I don't know why I keep calling him Greggles. Um, I think it's because it just it just sounds funnier. I don't know why. Because like it's, well, just, it's, it's still yeah, it's to be Greggles TV. And he's like, yeah, it's Greg. <laughs> it's Greg. But, you know, Greggles. Um, <laughs> and, then, you know, we met up a whole bunch of our, our old friends. Obviously, the the uh, the beautiful uh, and very hospitable hospitable team from uh you know uh pr i guess from google pixel or team pixel yeah um hanging out in in downtown la with a beautiful scenery and of course you probably saw some of the pictures that we posted from the event so it's definitely a very nice um very nice time and event and we actually got a chance to uh some people brought their significant others because it was a plus one so we got also got to Mm -hmm. cut to meet some uh you know the better halves of some of our friends (laughs) and like there were so many events that i used to hang out with uh shaka and his wife mm-hmm. and like i haven't seen her in over three it's, it's years a, yeah it's a first time for me so, so. yeah the chaga and i we, we see each other every once in a while like at ces we mm-hmm. bump into each other like the beard buddy we're like give each other the look and walk because he's hard to miss man the beard is just so you know there i mean his twitter handle is villain mcbeardface so. absolutely yeah no i mean i think i think on. he's definitely leaning into that, that he's that's heavily leaning into so 
Uh, it was nice. And then, um, but as, as Juan was saying, it was mostly uh, celebrating the launch of the Pixel 7, 7 Pro, Pixel Watch, and I guess the early sneak peek of what we saw it to be the Pixel tablet. I'm not sure if that's going to be mm-hmm. the name of it, but essentially it would be funny if they called it Tableau, but eh, that's just me. Um, it, they want to just go fancy. Um, I was thinking you could maybe pull because you because we used to have we have to be careful here because we used to have Pixel books, right? That's true. So, so there used to be a Pixel book, the Pixel book, uh, the the Pixel book, uh, the pic, Pixel book, the, and Pixel book go. But yeah, I was thinking Pixel you could maybe use something like Pixel Tab. Pixel. So what? Wait, wasn't that the name of the original Pixels though? Pixel tablets. Back I think when you, so. Oh no no, they used to be Nexus. But, Nexus, right? That's right. It was the Nexus Seven. Well, yeah, there was, was the Nexus the Tablet and the Ten. But, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Okay. I'm like getting text messages all over the place. Um, but yeah, so we got some teasers in there a little bit, and we're gonna obviously focus a good part of the show on this today. Uh, mm-hmm. The other part, obviously, we're gonna talk a little bit more. It seems like Mr. Juan Carlos Bagnell is rocking some Ultra stuff um, and some <laughs> some very unique <laughs> Infinix C. No. Uh, uh, well, it, it's it's funny because it, like. Not there are a whole bunch of ultras, you know, like we had the Axon Ultra. Obviously, I've been Ultra's the I've new pro, rocking, man. Ultra's the new been pro. rocking my and Xiaomi. The, uh-huh. But I, I, I gotta say, and, and uh, the embargo just went up, and I felt bad because the Infinix PR, um, it's not a good window when your your phone launches on the like, day in a twelve hour window in between Xiaomi's big Xiaomi twelve T event. Which and yeah, we'll the talk Pixel about that Seven well. launch exactly. And like, I, 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 I appreciate what you're trying to do. Like, you're trying to sneak in there, but anything that I do to talk about this phone is just going to get murked on YouTube. So I will be getting a video out on this early next week. But mm-hmm. this is the uh, Infinix Zero Ultra. Yes. So this is going to be roughly if, if if my autofocus would stop. Here, let me see if I can get. It's going to be really hard on my lighting here for it to focus. Oh, right there. That. No, I think. But yeah. it's got a really nice kind of textured back. It feels very reminiscent of an LG Velvet, that really mm-hmm. nice kind of curved um, metal edge feel. On the back, now, this design is kind of in... gives me a little bit of a... a really... Oh, it's, it's really psychedelic. Mm-hmm. Again, but that's it's, Infinix. It's, it's hard Infinix to... does really good on their designs on the back. It's they, the they have a lot of fun with them. Yeah, yeah. This one isn't symmetrical or linear or anything like that. It's very swoopy and almost kind of like zebra patterned. And it's an interesting look. Um, Going to be roughly $500 US. I mean, obviously, they don't ship to the US. But I just mean in whatever local exchange currency Based on the market, about that equivalent. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I, I got to say, this is one of those that has really been surprising me for... High refresh rate display, mm-hmm. 180 watt charger in the box. I saw that. Yep, yep. So that's it's going to be a monster fast charging phone. It's and a true ultra from them. Yeah. This main camera sensor is one of the biggest on the market today. So this is um, a one over 1.25 inch type that, sensor. That is very yeah. So it's a, it's a main camera sensor that's even bigger than what you would get in a Vivo X80 Pro, the Pixel 6 and Pixel 7, um, the Galaxy Ultras. Uh, it, it's on a $500 phone. I was about I've to already say, taken yeah. a bunch of snapshots with it. The image processing is still a little hyper juicy for that kind of you know social media look. So, and okay. the horsepower of the SoC is not high enough to get you like 4K 60. But if you're so what, shooting, yeah. 4K what is the 30, processor that they're 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 on this one? I can't remember. 
<laughs> okay. I mean, it, but it's a $500 phone, and they've obviously spent their money on charging tech and on camera tech, and we're in that kind of comfortable mid-range. That's where Infinix oh. sort of like sort Let's of see exists. see if we can bring up their sites. In... So okay. I, I've been spending a lot of time. Again, it's like the big number that I think is kind of silly. We just did this with Xiaomi. It's a 200-megapixel camera. It, it puts out just slightly larger than 12 megapixel still. Most of them, yeah, they're always going to pixel bin down because, so I, you and I were talking about this last night. A, a yeah. 200 megapixel camera image is 70 megs in, in good lighting. As The more information you have in that in that, um, in the, in a camera or in an image. Mm-hmm. So uh, just for reference. But also uh, it's it's 70 megs and it's not really a 200 megapixel image. It's a demosaic'd mm-hmm processed image to rearrange individual dots to try and make it look like Like a a 200 megapixel image. I mean, you can do that really well and you can do that really clumsily. Um, I actually haven't been pixel peeping too hard on these images because I stick with the 12 megapixels and you get incredible quality and and dynamic range. Um, Okay, so what is is one of the media text? Is it a they typically go with me. Okay, I they didn't even specify it here. It's a Dimensity 900. No, it's it's set it up there. It's a Dimensity 920. If you oh, go back is. up to the top. Do, 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 do. Oh, it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right so there. it's the all six nanometer Dimensity 920, um, mm-hmm. and basically a 180 charger, 200 megapixel OIS ultra camera resolution, mm-hmm. uh, smooth feeling. Well, that's also kind of a big deal too. Is the last like nicer Infinix had a better image sensor, but it didn't have image stabilization. So this is another one of those just like little incremental updates, but then like two or three core premium tier features. And for a phone brand that is really starting to find their footing in um, a lot of the Mediterranean countries, um, Mm -hmm. they're starting to ship a little bit more aggressively to South America. It's again, it's not going to be anything that we see here in the United States. But high refresh, big camera, (laughs) yeah, fast, fast pattern right there. How this zebra white pattern. Uh, F1. It's so hard to show off in video because as soon as I hit it with any kind of like sunlight or studio mm-hmm. light, it's just well, instantly like blown. And out. there's going to be two colors. Um, it looks like this one is a two tone color option on the black one, mm-hmm. and yeah, so this is more like close up. Again, this is their site. Uh, Quan's going to have his his main video coming up next week, hopefully, or the next soon. But it, I guess. But soonish. I'm 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 very impressed. It's like TCL and Infinix both sort of have uh, like borrowed some of those elements of designs that mm-hmm. I've really liked on phones like the LG Velvet. So oh, absolutely. proper oh, mid ranger territory for pricing. Oh yeah, it's Sheesh. it's stupid fast. No, I mean yeah, um, I mean the the Xiaomi was like you know 19 minutes. I'm like, like mm-hmm. we're like we're like splitting minutes at this point. Okay, good. And now <laughs> okay, so it looks like tool cell. <laughs> Okay, there's a lot of a lot of good things if if you kind of find if you would like to find out the information as far as what the well, let me stop sharing here. Um, but but it is, we it's just in, kind of fun to peek yeah. around and see like what what else is out there. And I've seen I've seen some of their older phones. I didn't uh, so I don't have unfortunately any hands on with this one. But from what you sound like excited about, at least we both seem to have a 200 megapixel kind of uh, experience going on this week. Um, but yeah, yeah, so I didn't feel so bad that I didn't get the Xiaomi 200 megapixel. I only got the Xiaomi 108 megapixel, megapixel but because you know I got to kind of buffer that again. I it, it's it's one of those critical differentiators that I don't think techies properly explain to their audience is when you start playing with camera sensor size. Mm-hmm. We we keep conflating resolution with some idea of quality, and really, it's are you going up to a larger sensor and 
this is a shockingly large sensor to be found on a brand new phone in that $500 space. Um, Again, this is hardware that would be directly competing against $1,000 Ultra phones. And Mm -hmm. so this does earn its Ultra badge if you're looking at that kind of consumer point-and-shoot experience. No, no, absolutely. And and then one of the other things also is that the Dimensity 920 is also a new SOC. 900 was typically what yeah. we saw before, like the 800. I mean, it's solid. I mean, again, from, from where we were, again, it, so so much of this, like we've been having these conversations. Like I know you and me have talked about it off camera, but even on like Twitter and in, our, in my Discord and stuff, I mean, you look at the Dimensity 920 and it's kind of a lateral move from where we were at the beginning of the 5G rollouts with the Snapdragon 765. Yeah, Like, this is a tier of performance that we've kind of just coasted. We've remained constant at. And and again, it's another one of the reasons why I'm kind of pointing at this to, like, where we were with the LG Velvet, because the United States, the T-Mobile Velvet, had that Dimensity 1000C. So, yep. like, we're, we're kind of just hanging out here. Like, it, until you have a specific application or reason where mm-hmm. you're going to want to step up to more compute power... Like, this is the sweet spot. This is the yeah. best balance of battery life to performance. It plays games well. Obviously, mm-hmm. an 8 Plus Gen 1 is going to play games better, better. especially like, if you're looking at, like, emulation and stuff. Mm-hmm. But if we're trying to crouch this behind, like, average consumer use, this is grotesque overkill for average and it's only five hundred dollars, <laughs> and it it it's got some capabilities on board that are nipping at the heels of phones that cost two to almost three times as much. I like it. I and I, I like the combination that they decided to go with. It's uh you know battery savings because the processor won't you know it's not going to nuke the battery mm-hmm. that you have in there, but you're also able to charge up pretty quickly. So there's that combination content consumption, and I mean, of course. That is just a killer combo. I mean, yeah. again, if you if you don't play with the 120 hertz and you're not forcing the screen brightness high all the time, this is legitimately a two-day phone. Absolutely. And on top yeah. of that, when you do need to top it off, it's done in like 10 minutes. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and, and, well, that's right. That's right. The 12 minutes, that's if you actually drain it all the that's way. That's if you if go running, from, yeah, from empty to running full. It, but from, yeah, from 20, if you run it down to roughly 10 to 20% and go back up, yeah, you're obviously much faster. Uh, there's not there there isn't that time difference there, but it's you know ten to twelve minutes is still crazy. Like not a, I mean, by the time you make yourself a cup of coffee, sit down, drink the coffee, your the phone's already done ahead of you. You're just like you're not even there. Uh, but it's I do awesome. feel that a lot of our friends are hanging out with us on this beautiful Friday morning. Today is what the seventh, October seventh. Sorry, I had to look. I'm bad with dates. This week has been really messed up for me. I've been places, and I honestly thought it was the second week of October till I thought about it last night. Like no. Pixel launch, the 6th of October. Still early. TK, slow down. Um, I see we have uh, Jimmy Fire Dragon with us. We have Ash. Good morning, good evening, good afternoon, everybody. Gabri- uh, Gabriela is in there as well. Greg is kicking it with us as well. Thank you very much. Uh, we have uh, Matt as well. Yeah, we've got a great gaming. crew. Uh, Ab- oh, man. Roger Bot is in the chat. Mr. Roger Bot himself. We have a sighting, my friend. Hope you're doing well. The man, uh, the myth, you're... the legend. Absolutely, man. No, Roger. Roger's the best. Uh, we have Dan as well, Grounded Tech. Our buddies, uh, Robin Devere's is in there as well. I see a whole bunch of people in there. I'm sorry, I'm, I'm like catching people in there. Joe, Joe's in there as well. Joe Hick is with us. Uh, Chemi Torres is in there. Um, Holich's boy is in there as well. Uh, Dave, Dave, hope you're doing well, bud. Um, and then Simon says, Hypno, always fun. Always happy to see everybody hanging out with us on this beautiful Friday morning. Uh, if I'm missing somebody, 
please. Uh, oh, hold on. I think it's um, if 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 Rick, TK Rick missed Omar? your name, please send an and angry email <laughs> to TK Bay messed up reading my name at yahoo.com. I thought it was at and, hotmail.com. Uh, we'll, we'll make sure that we put out a corrections episode. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, that what, would be what funny, we though. For would be funny to do it. Yeah, yeah. Like, like everything we got wrong. <laughs> everything we got wrong this year, starting with, and then we go and we have like all these clips. Like in that clip, I meant to say Antonio, uh, you know, just badly said his name. It was like Roger Biden. But no, uh, uh, Roger's always in. And Golan Lavi's in, in there with us as well. I appreciate everybody hanging out with us on this uh, beautiful Friday. It's going to be a little bit warm for us here in LA, but you know, mm-hmm. it's. We and just I got to build a bike. I'm getting, you gotta I'm getting oh, a big right, old fat right, tire right. road bike dropped like, off today. Ooh, wait, like a like a legit uh, dirt bike, like something you can go off road with. Big old fat tire. So I'm I'm working. What with am a I doing? Company okay, so okay, on, it's on my day off today. E-bike. Why did you not just set up a time and say, TK, come help me build this bike and maybe test? I don't know. Like, why would you? Like, we were hanging out last. You're night. definitely welcome. I got the FedEx shipping notification and it's like your package weighs a hundred pounds and you're like, oh, good. <laughs> The FedEx I'm, guy's I'm, I'm glad I've been working out, sort yeah, of. Yeah. I'll have to move yeah. that somewhere. Um, uh, the FedEx, yeah, there's just yeah, one little space in our... going to have tons of fun with you. So, yeah. <laughs> well, I hope I can catch him because then I can just like... There's this one little sort of offshoot of our condo parking lot where no one's allowed to park because it's to kind of like route, uh, route vehicles route around. around. Yeah, yeah. And uh, the last time I had to build a bike, I, I kind of tucked it away in there. But they dropped off the box and then like ran. And right, like, yeah, yeah. oh man, if you could have just helped me move it ten feet to the left, that would have been so much easier. Yeah, no, I I'm, I'm, uh, I'm betting you he's gonna like try and block our door, so like we can't open the screen door. That I'm, teaches I'm, I'm you to confident. order hundred pound packages. There <laughs> right. you go. No leaving How the house for you. <laughs> no, I, I do have to say, obviously, you know, when you get things like that, packages like that, uh, and typically most FedEx delivery people are one person per, per truck it's not like yeah. it's a team so yeah no definitely appreciated the the work that and the the workout that they get because imagine if they had the whole lot all, all over the place uh but yeah so that's good at least you, you're going to keep yourself a little bit busy i'm finishing editing a video for the arabic channel that i that i didn't get a chance to post timing was really mm-hmm. bad for me on this trip um i discovered that my laptop doesn't work on the plane uh, i don't know why i'm thinking i'm discovering this because Oh, I, it's because we, I haven't traveled with that laptop to work on a plane for, for a few years. So I shot a whole bunch of video oh, last no. weekend and I was hoping to get everything set up and ready for, you know, when we got to, when I got to uh, Munich for, for the event. Uh, but I know I had to basically edit my videos in my layovers because on the plane I couldn't I, or if I could, I basically I'm like telling you, man, you, you got to like maybe start I'm, looking at switching over to phone editing because then you I, could have been. I got to do something. Yeah, no. Uh, I mean, been rocking long, that whole there time. were long flights. I could have done it. There's no reason why not. And maybe have one of those laptops with me. That would have been much easier. Um, yeah. Which not like I don't have any. I do have quite a few, actually. The Uperfect, the Next Docs. You know, insert, you know, brand in there. But um, so, yeah, it's uh, the the Xiaomi. I guess we're let's let's just kind of cover the Xiaomi since we have that both also kind of going on. And yeah. Then we'll keep the juicy parts for, you know. So you got the, the big boy. I got the straight Xiaomi 12T. You got yeah. the 12T Pro. And we didn't know, um, we didn't know at the time, like we were like that we got each one was this. And then we were like, Hey, by the way, I am like kind of, and they're like, Oh yeah, I got the regular. You're like, <laughs> so of course I got an insult right away. Cause like, I don't know. It's, it's one of those, uh, <laughs> Hey, 
Last night, they took my hat away. It's your fault. That's all I have to say. Yeah. TK tried to throw me under the bus. So I'm wearing one of my cool flat caps. You know, I like my tangles. And we show up to this really exclusive club in downtown LA. (laughs) We walk up and you've got to go through like (laughs) two kinds of bouncers to these elevators to get up to this rooftop bar bar and restaurant. Yeah. And so we, we make it up the first one and no one says anything to TK, but we're getting to the second elevator and the guy's like, got to... Got to take Base, that. Yeah, that he's like, baseball cap caps, not happening. And I'm like, and so okay. what is, so TK, I mean, obviously, like, that's kind of a shock. I mean, I, it's not so nice and exclusive a club that, like, a no hat policy. And I think but I guess, yeah, I want to say it was their last caps. time they let me have it. But yeah, the last time you were, you were, I think you were. But anyway, yeah, that's so we, we, we get up to this experience, and TK's first instinct is to just push me under the, like, well, what about his hat? But like, How come he gets letting, to wear a hat? Well, because of, and the guy looks at me and he's like, "No, that's fine." That's fine. It's like, yeah, <laughs> double down on this shit. Sorry, uh, like seriously, it just like to me, it was like okay, because so I, this is my biggest thing. I, I, I'm, when I wear the hat for a while, I start getting the ring on my forehead, right? So to oh, take yeah. off the hat and go, you'll start meeting people. The first thing you're going to see is a ring, and you're not going to see the hat in there. So there, for sure. that was my biggest, my first inclination. So I was like. Like, if you're letting others go in with hats, what's wrong with a baseball cap? And I thought initially it was, like, when, but I think it's a certain level of, like, it doesn't look proper for their day. And I was wearing Dragon Ball. It's not like I was going in there with a suit or whatever. Yeah, we like, were I'm not just, dressed up fancy. We were yeah, not. Yeah, yeah, No, nice. this is this is just I had, I had a Poyos Hermanos t-shirt on. So we were not, like, <laughs> we were not dressed to impress. We should have. Um, but he that. did, like, my my sort of maroon Wyavetta flat cap combo and 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 instead of just like you're know, like oh man that sucks tk's instinct was but no what about that guy get him in trouble too <laughs> i yeah uh, i do apologize for throwing you in there but you know things had to be done no i i, I get it i get it I, I, yeah it was, um, it was okay it was okay. <laughs> there you go barry in the Mr. chat Everyone's hey, saying hey so yeah let's good. let's let's chat some xiaomi because uh, I'm, yeah. I'm kind of curious what your experiences are I am the 12T. I had a very positive experience, but, and so I'd kind of like to hear where you were with, um, where you were at with the, uh, the 12T, 12T Pro. Pro. Okay. So I'll start off by saying, um, for, for more as comparison, for more of a comparison, there's very few differences between the T and the T Pro on the 12 series. They kept them very mm-hmm. close, which is interesting because typically close. you see more like different size screens, different size charging, different, you know what I mean? Like they change different pieces. With this one, we primarily have, um, you know, and, you know, the dimensity is, so, yeah. So, Juan has, and if, if I bet you Sony is not uh, going to like mine. Yeah, here you go. Panasonic got it, but I think Xiaomi, oh, sorry. Let's see. We'll, a oh, hey. No, you're snapped got quick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, Sony likes mine. I think so, your camera is just tired of us making fun of it. <laughs> no, it'll do it on we the We all know Panasonic usually... autofocus is terrible, so... <laughs> so uh, the one of the biggest things between the two is obviously the Dimensity uh if I'm not mistaken the 8100 uh, is it the Dimensity 8100 Ultra and then Ultra. the main camera sensor is um, I didn't know I did I didn't look it up. I got one phone, I focused on that one phone. Right now it's like I cannot handle any external information about other stuff. I just Absolutely. have to get my videos out. Yeah. What are the companion sensors like? On so for the me 12T Pro. So I Okay, so this is one of those phones that I will probably say is it's a phone that you live in the main camera sensor because that's pretty much where your bread and butter is. It does great with the main mm-hmm. sensor. Um, the ultra wide was a little bit um, 
it's not as powerful. It's a 13 megapixel camera, and then we have a two megapixel macro. So they technically have a triple camera set up in the back, but the reality is primarily just one main sensor. If you really need to shoot an ultra wide, it does shoot ultra wide, but it's not very well calibrated They're to the main great. sensor. They look very different. Um, yeah. And, and it, you, you, when you jump into that, you're like, uh, no, I want to go back to the main one. So I feel like, yeah, use the main sensor. You're going to be happier. Um, and uh, the main, the front, front, front facing camera is like a 20 megapixel camera. Again, this is a similar sensor yeah. on, on, on that. Um, but it, again, it's more, it's still like 1080p. And it actually, I take that back. It did better than some of the other devices when um, in HDR processing and so on at the event. Um, what a gear, uh, one of the, one of my friends uh, that runs a channel called what a gear um, also was doing a comparison between 12 T and 12 T pro. And he had me do some selfies while we were on the show floor. So I was, you know, I did a quick cameo in that video. Um, nice. Overall, I'll say this. The phone is snappy. The 8, 8 Plus Gen 1 absolutely does its job. The charging is absolutely crazy. Uh, battery lasts for days. Uh, there's no question. There's no issue for me as far as performance. This phone is a workhorse. It has enough RAM, enough storage. There's different configuration, obviously, on both the T and the, and the Pro. But I did feel like it was a the 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 tailoring that was done on this device to get it to the price point that it was going in, because it's actually going in at a pretty decent price. It's not super, uh, it's not a thousand dollars. What is, what is the 12 T pro? I think it's like seven ninety nine, like around the seven ninety nine euros. Okay. I'm sorry. Yeah. So it's not bad. It's a decent price point um, for a workhorse that does really well. The, the limitation though, is you have to understand that it is primarily going to be just seriously, like the best performance you're going to get all the bells and whistles I talked about is in that main 200 megapixel camera. And for that matter, it does really good nighttime photography, daytime photography. Yeah, and 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 they also they allow us to use the full readout from the sensor, which is something that, like you know, we've talked about this in the past. Not every camera company does that. Now, they'll give you you know phone company. They're like they'll give you a high megapixel camera, but you're always getting the bin, the bin version of it. Um, here, yeah. Xiaomi does a little bit of different. I don't know if it does that on yours, but when you try to go for the HD image, it gives us first by default a 50 megapixel bin uh, version of the yeah. 200. Then you need to toggle the 200 to jump into that full super zoom type of experience. And yeah, I don't think the I, I don't think the 12T does that. It doesn't do a medium bin. So it just jumps straight to the 108. When you I click think it H. just goes between okay. 12 and 108. For, for, so. Yeah, for the 12T Pro, you for, when you first hit the HT, it does not take you straight to 200. It says, well, why don't you try the 50 first? And then after that, you can click it, and then obviously it takes you all the way up to the top. Uh, so it, it's an interesting approach. But one of the other things I also liked about uh, the camera, there's, I don't know if you got a chance to play with this on yours, it's called. Um, I forgot the name of the actual. Uh, hold on, let me just open up the mode. So under the two, under the Ultra HD, if you click the main sensor's highest readout, um, and you go into obviously this is going to sound weird, like settings. There's a Xiaomi Pro Cut. I don't know if you've seen that. Have you played with that yet? No, I haven't. Okay. Wow, I'm popular. So a whole bunch of people. Are you're, yeah, me. you're you're getting all kinds all, of alerts. You right get a whole bunch of phones. Oh, and then once in a, in a few seconds, we're going to talk about this guy. Of course, Sony would. Oh yeah, one. yeah, yeah. Yeah, I finally got my white, uh, my white Xperia 10 Mark IV. Um, so ProCut does a really functional thing when you're taking a high, high megapixel image, and let's say there's a group of people in your picture. It takes a main shoot, a main camera from the main, uh, main image from the sensor at 200, and then it crops down individual images of every person in their own little selfie portrait image. Oh, version. that's cute. And it spits it out into your gallery as multiple images, and you can pick what you want. So that was a really nice feature to utilize the high megapixel count because you're able to leverage 
the sharpness because you're able to zoom in on on the, on the 200 megapixel image yeah, and still I'm, get pretty decent. I don't decent. know that the 12T has all of those features. I'm kind of digging through and I'm not seeing even okay, with like so, smart suggestion on and stuff like that. I don't think you you we so got parity. Do you have okay? So do you have the Ultra HD mode? Under more in the camera section. Under more, let's see. One weight portrait, panorama, short, clone, long exposure, dual time. Should be like at the top left. No. It, it would. So no alter. I mean, I have just the dedicated 108 megapixel mode. And okay, so let's let's go to that one because I think that's the image between the two. Okay, so from there, just go into the settings tab, mm-hmm. and you should have a second option under watermark. So it'd be Xiaomi Pro Cut. Nope. Nada. Watermark. Nope. Okay, so, so yeah, there's a lot, I think there's I think a lot this more is differences. Unique. This, okay, this I, is what I, this is what differentiates the Pro because the 12T feels like just a much more straightforward, um, nice. Again, it's it's like right on the border between mid ranger and entry level premium. Yeah, which I, I hate like the broad categories that we try to put this stuff on. So. Um, so, um, yeah, I don't, I don't see anything like what you're describing on that stuff. Okay, so uh, what I want to show real quick is here. So this is what this is an image that I took. Um, this was night, late night after uh, we finished the event. We went to dinner and we we're hanging out. So mm-hmm. you see that little logo at the bottom, right next to my pinky. That little button. There's like mm-hmm. a little button in there. So if I click that button right there, it spit oh, out from that cute. main original image. It gives me all these other option images. And you notice at the bottom, Mark gets his own little frame. And then uh, Agatha gets her own frame in there. And I don't know. Like, I can't focus. Oh, here it is. So it uh, it took a, a different image. It crops it in different formats, but still gives us a good high quality image. And you're able to pick it out. Uh, by default, it only turns on when you have multiple people in an image. So if you're shooting for mm-hmm. one person, like one subject or one person that does that. So it, there's a few tricks in there that you can play around with the high megapixel camera count. So that was something that I got excited about. But I still feel like uh, it's it's definitely a tailored experience to fit the price point, but still give us a little bit higher reach with that 200 megapixel camera sensor. Um, sure. The 12 megapixel uh, readout are absolutely fantastic. Great for social media, typical Xiaomi processing. Um, nothing, you know, you wouldn't be, you will not be disappointed with those images. I'll say that much. Um, and I would, they had the event at the, uh, which is really epic, but they did it at the BMW museum. So it's in, oh, in Munich. Apparently cool. there's a museum. Yeah. I did like, I, oh, yeah. when, I, when I got out of the airport, I was I've like, driven. I, I, so I've done two events in Munich and I've driven by it and you're like, yeah. I need to go to there. So I, I haven't made epic. it in yet. Epic, so it's, epic, it's a epic. good idea to actually hold it there. Yeah. Uh, so I, I told him and I said, great place. After the event, we walked around, took some pictures. There's the motorcycle section, the cars, the race cars. The nat- you know, there's a whole bunch of different areas in there. Um, so to me, I'd say it's a good recommendation for um, what it's somewhat of a uh, I'm not going to call it an ultra because it doesn't, you know, the ultra package to me features a much more well-rounded camera experience, not just the main sensor. Yeah. Uh, but definitely a good pro. It, it fits the pro what I guess the new pro is now, since the pro is now no longer the pro. It's more of a. I mean, it I seems know. like it's built to try to go because again, it's not. This is where I'm having I'm having some struggle, like yeah. uh, especially for playing with the 12T. Mm-hmm. It fits in a very odd in-betweener space because yeah. I wouldn't put the 12T Pro, even with the features that you're showing off there. No, no, absolutely. I wouldn't put it up against, say, a Galaxy S22 Plus 
when you talk about like the companion sensors, the zoom on the S22, yeah, the camera decks, the all of those other features that kind oh, of absolutely. like round out what makes a Galaxy kind of an interesting buy. And that's mm-hmm. a phone that MSRP is going to be $1,000. Yeah. So Xiaomi is roughly ballparking at $200 less than an S22 Plus. So, I mean, where do we put these phones in this new era of mid-year T-series refreshes? It's kind of in the ballpark of a OnePlus 10T. It's it's kind of in the ballpark of a Vivo IQ Slightly lower than their main, yeah, slightly lower than what they originally launched. But typically, like they do, most companies like to do this. They'll introduce new tech. Right, so they'll they'll give you the latest right. SOC and they'll change but, one main. Thing but with on the it. exception of the Ultra, we're in this weird space where the beginning of the year phones, like I like my IQ nine T, even though the nine T is a cooler and more consistent performer, I kind of like the nine Pro better for all of the awesome lifestyle and camera features that are just genuinely better than on the nine T. And this yeah, is the wink, yeah. like. The one phone I can point to as as a mid-year or end-of-year launch that I think is like, okay, not only did you give us the new tech, this new refreshed SoC, you've also given us better camera and lifestyle and performance features is the 12S Ultra. Yeah. And the, the other phone that I was really looking to kind of shake up the end of the year was the uh, rumored... Uh, X80 Pro Plus from Vivo. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah, that, got, that got sort of... Again, the whole rumor around that phone was it was supposed to be coming out around this time. Then it was going to be only a Chinese release. And then they just scrapped it. And they're going to look at the X90 for next year as incorporating all of these little improvements. Absolutely. So we're in this sort of stuck spot where if you Mm -hmm. wanted the better SoC, the the 8 Plus Gen 1, you've got to make other compromises in other spots for things like camera performance all around camera performance and maybe it's only on a 1080p display instead of getting a quad hd display the charging is super fast so that's great but these phones are in super weird positions where if you're trying to break down what lifestyle features you want you've got to choose soc in these features or this soc in those features and you can can't just get them all stapled together yeah, no, and it seems like it's, ta- like I said, that's why I keep using the word tailoring. It's because it's a purposely put together experience. It is purposely built. It is purposely yeah. built to hit a price point. Absolutely. And I don't know where that really fits because they don't feel, I mean, this has got to be different with the Pro. The Pro to me feels more like entry level premium. Mm-hmm. The The 12T feels like upper mid-ranger. And then you really start getting in trouble. So I think the Xiaomi 12T non-Pro is a solid daily driver, snappy, great performance, very good main camera sensor. Absolutely, yeah. Crazy fast 120-watt charging, charger in the box, case Mm -hmm. in the box, pre-installed screen protector. How it should be. this (laughs) phone lands... This is what I I pointed out in my video, and I've got to show it off here for the podcast. Sure, sure. The 12T lands mm-hmm. almost perfectly in between. And, and it's a phone that, again, talking in U.S. dollars, it's going to be different for every region, exchange Absolutely. rate, currency, what have you. But we're talking about a phone that roughly ballparks at around $599. Mm-hmm. That's a bit pricey, 
right? That is kind of right on the border of what a premium tier phone would start. So now you've Actually, got to do battle against an IQ 9T with better companion sensors, also has fast charging, has the V1 Plus. Because I think plus, you and I have got... the same secondary sensors, uh, the ultra-wide and the micro, right? I think it's the same one on both uh, devices. It's just the main sensor that's different. Am I, uh, the, yeah. Your main, so, yeah, yeah, so we also, again, I also have, actually, I think I might have an even lower megapixel ultra-wide, but again... It's an okay ultra-wide and then yeah. a macro sensor you're never going to use and you should never use because you can get much better photos just by doing a two-time zoom from the main sensor than you ever will. I wish they would save us the 50 cents on the price of the phone and just not include that camera. But if we're going to talk about that series of cameras and sensors, there is the IQ Neo 6. The Neo 6 has a Snapdragon up? 870 which okay. is very similar in performance mm -hmm. to the Vivo's Dimensity 8100. 8100, yeah. Um, it's got a 50 megapixel, isn't it 50? I think it's a 50 megapixel main camera sensor mm -hmm. that's just a touch, I would say it's just a touch behind the 108, but yeah. it's super close. It okay. has the, the same, you're not going to use them companion sensors, like the ultra-wide's just okay, and it's got that dumb 2-megapixel macro. It's got a uh, high refresh rate display. The Xiaomi has 120-watt charging, whereas the Neo 6 only has 80-watt uh, charging. Oh, oh, darn. Oh, come on. And How do you charge? Come on. For $599, the Xiaomi starts with 128 gig of storage, whereas the Neo 6, for around... I want to say it was around 450 euro... Mm -hmm. Started with 256. Wow. Higher. So, higher. so the Xiaomi is 30% more expensive, and every individual feature is a tiny bit better than the Neo 6. And I can't point to very many people that I would I, I would genuinely think every single tiny little improvement would really add up to a 30% price premium over the Neo six. It's, and that's where I'm, I'm, I'm proper stuck. You're in a phone category right now where mid range to entry premium is one of the most brutally competitive markets on the planet. And if oh, you really like yeah, what yeah. Xiaomi does, then that's where you buy. Yeah, yeah. But if you're willing to go from MIUI to fun touch for 95% of the same experience, you can save yourself 150 euro. Uh, maybe more, depending again on exchange rates and regional pricing. Well, also, and stuff. Yeah, yeah. So, and this, so this, this is, is where I'm, I'm having that that is it? that conflict is where do I put the 12T? Because it doesn't really stack up that well against the IQ 9T or the OnePlus 10T. I feel like it's a step below those types of phones. Yeah, and, and the, it's and the only OnePlus about fifty dollars less expensive. True. And and I, I would probably say, it, it as you said it, actually, you probably said it better, that, uh, where if you like Xiaomi's approach with MIUI sure. and, and, and their processing. Yeah, so I mean, it's like I talking to an absolutely. iPhone user. I yeah, totally absolutely. get it. You're going to do what if, you want. If you want MIUI and you want yeah. those animations and those apps and, and, and that kind of familiarity, then that's what you pay. That's what you pay for. And that's great. And, and believe Just it or not, ride one, that of train. I, I, one of the things that I feel like MIUI that still does better than some of the other options we have on the market right now is this. The ability of adding live wallpapers on your phone. Sure. To me, it, it's it's a 
it's a very unique thing. It's a Samsung thing that that for the longest time got me stuck in Samsung devices because they do they let you use a wallpaper or cut like a video for a live screen uh, for your lock screens wallpaper, and Xiaomi devices typically don't. Uh, it still have that ever since we've had so like you know we have the Dragon Ball stuff. To me, this is like the bread and butter yeah, of what I like gold. about it. Yeah. But it's it's when I start putting things like this. You know, like the Dragon Ball. Yeah, this is from the movie. This is Gohan, hot. obviously, in his beast form. So to me, there are certain things that MIUI does. So that's why, like you were saying, you like MIUI, you live in MIUI, this is going to be there. Mm-hmm. But it is, you're right. It's a it's a space right now that's a little bit, not to say that it's crowded, but th- there's options in there. And Xiaomi's trying to edge a little bit higher. I, I mean, I put that the- in my video title. It's it's a crowded space it is because again uh, gabaletta is bringing this up you know what it's also going to launch at 599 is a pixel 7 and a pixel 7 (laughs) is going to have a a, like one of the best all-time main camera sensors on the market today that gn1 is a monster the tensor 2 7 pro yeah i'm hoping is going to step yeah yeah Um, i'm hoping the tensor 2 stacks up to be tensor 1 performance with some power savings um that's what they're promising it's going to be, and also, I think we can say you're paying for a Pixel to get a very specific flavor of Android with yeah. five years of security patches, which yep. I I very much doubt either of our Xiaomi's are still going to be getting security patches. I think I care uh, way more about that than I do the full operating system yeah, update. That, so that's something that I think still Xiaomi needs five to Five years into a 12T... You'll you'll Probably get updates, not. but it'll be few and Probably far apart. And I'm hoping a very five very, years. No, five no, no. years. I, I, I'm thinking more about at least getting you to 13, uh, and then from there, every once in a while, you're five right. That, years. That, that's a department that I feel like <laughs> a lot of companies need to step up on. And that's, I mean, no, specifically, like last night we were talking about the nothing phone uh, with some of our friends. I mean, the reality is, yeah. yeah, it's it's not that it's hard to get out hardware. You need to build up the the relationship with the customer to understand and feel sure. comfortable. Xiaomi did talk at the launch event that they are going to be providing, um, I think, was it three years security patch update with two Android mm-hmm. updates on this? They did cover that. It's not like they're ignoring it, but it's also the frequency of how often do you get a security update, right? It's not monthly. So it, 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 I, I just feel like bi-monthly. Xiaomi kind of got taken by surprise mm-hmm. that when Pixel 6 came out at 599, a lot of companies scrambled. Even Samsung sort of shifted their launch on the FE yeah, speed, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the same year. So then you've got a phone in the pipeline, and it takes like 18 months, maybe 18 months to two years to really like settle in on this is the phone we're going to launch at this date, mm-hmm. at this time. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. And with so many of these companies scrambling, we arrived at BBK much more aggressively hitting around $650. Right now, I think they're the game to beat at around at sub 700 you know Mm -hmm. like really going after what makes an iphone 14 kind of an interesting daily driver but really expensive phone i think the oneplus 10t does it better and i think the iq 9t does that even better than the oneplus 10t and i think xiaomi's mid-year strip the phone high performance soc come in at a slightly reduced price their bang for buck is now under the view of Pixel 7 and BBK, and it's a much harder conversation to break through when you've got those kinds of options. Really because they are selling in the same markets, yeah, specifically in the Europe, European market where this was launching. Yeah, um, there is a yeah, Pixel is literally, I mean, 
pre-orders went up yesterday and you actually should be able to get your heart. I mean, hopefully there's not that much delays, but essentially within a week or so by sometime middle to late next week, if I'm not mistaken, I think it was said something around the 13th. Because we've also just gone through like the other 12s. Yeah, it's Thursday. <laughs> there are so many different variants of 12s. And I mean, from using the 12S Ultra... The so speaking, S series speaking of that, I saw exciting... so many 12S Ultras on this trip that I felt like wrongfully awesome. equipped with the wrong device. I showed up to an event with like 12S <laughs> Ultras with everybody. I was like, come on. Seriously. So seriously. So the, the PR so person pretty. that we were working with had the golden version of it. So it's like more of the, uh, like the nah, brown. I'll, I'll do green and copper. The green no, no, and no, copper I, is What I meant to say is it, it What I'm saying is your PR same. person was wrong. They made a poor choice. And they just she need to live their, their, their poor choice. You know, people can like things that are bad for them. Uh, and, I, you know, we, we, we feel bad for them. And we hope that they yeah, eventually yeah. see the error of their ways. That the green may, and copper may, Maybe would be the 13 Ultra, the 13 L, <laughs> S, Ultra, whatever the next one ends up being, you know, next year's generation of devices. But so, yeah, I mean, not that kind of like overextended, but overall, I feel like, at least from my end, the 12T Pro offers somewhat of a well-rounded experience when it comes down to I think the 12T Pro makes more sense. And, yeah. No, I think no, to, me, it, to me, it's it's the... You, you're going to enjoy more getting more extra features in there. The 200 megapixel camera is actually pretty decent overall in the performance. The processor can handle everything that you want. And that's the one of the other things when we talk about marrying a device with such a high megapixel camera sensor, the processing may take a little bit longer if the processor is not as fast, but also your extra modes of 4K, 4K60 when you want to be able For to sure. you know, shoot those. Again, because I, I, can, I can point to this Infinix and you will not get all of those fun computational modes on a $500 phone. The advantage is purely optical. So if you know what you're doing with a good optical sensor, pretty good lens on it, then that $500 makes a lot of sense to be playing with that kind of hardware in that space. Mm -hmm. And again, I need to point out, I've got a $500 Infinix against a $600 Xiaomi 12T And the two sensors on the Infinix, I like a lot better than the three sensors on the the 12T. So if I have to give up some of the Xiaomi stuff that I like, there's an Infinix that's undercutting them by $100, has faster charging, has a high refresh rate display, Mm -hmm. has a noticeably larger main camera sensor. I mean, that's, that's how... I mean, it's how crowded. That's how competitive and how brutally competitive this middle tier is right now. And and speaking of uh, Xiaomi 12, since somebody, like we were talking about the fact that it existed so many places in Munich, right? I didn't realize it was a high aggregation of Xiaomi 12 L Ultras there. Uh, But somebody dropped, finally dropped the the, the camera. It took me so flipping long. Really, realistically, I, I will say the the first and foremost, obviously, on the Patreon. If you're not following, make sure to follow Juan Carlos. Uh, some gadget guys Patreon is absolutely one of the best places to be able to catch some of his content early, especially things like this, the deep dive conversations that he does, all that work that goes into putting that video together, all those creepy nights walking around taking pictures. Um, <laughs> sorry, uh, I didn't say creepy. I meant creative nights. Um, My neighborhood gets dark. It's creepy, man. Everybody's like, "What is that guy doing?" Honey, he's taking pictures again with well, multiple right. phones this time. No, so you know what I, I mean. I, yeah. it's, it's, I mean, I've posted this on Twitter and I've said it on the podcast that one of the reasons why it took me so long, uh, I'm going through my camera roll and the, the 
I got the phone the same day I got the one bot e-bike. Okay. The, oh, the yeah, first yeah, yeah. like yeah. the first twenty gig of that phone storage was shooting B-roll before I ever got to other like camera tests yes, and samples yeah. and comparisons. Um, you, I shot you the entire Eufy camera because it was that's when my AC was busted and I couldn't really set up oh, oh, my whole right, rig. Right. Yeah, and yeah. so I just propped the 12T, and the field of view looks pretty close to my Panasonic from a phone camera sensor. Um, so so much of the life of this phone has been I put it immediately to work, and it took so long to go back and shoot the samples that I like to do for sort of consistent testing and comparison. It's the highest praise I can give a phone camera is I was using it too much to review it. So I finally got that done. It's a 32-minute video with only a couple minutes of me being soapboxy and cranky. But if you want a closer look at the exposure and the saturation, the autofocus, and the uh, like, even down to just kind of checking out shutter responsiveness, because this mm -hmm. is a really snappy, fast camera, uh, UHD video samples, low light, night mode, uh, audio samples, it's a, mm -hmm. some pretty good mics on this then you can check that out on patreon.com slash some gadget guy. Yeah, no, absolutely. And the links are obviously in the description below if you guys are watching us over on YouTube or um, I don't think it translates over to Twitch. But yes, check it out. Uh, Patreon <laughs> for sure. Just look it up. It's hard to miss the guy. Um, and it, so that video finally came out, as you can imagine, this took a long time. And the reason why I say a long time is because I keep bugging him every once in a while. It's like, hey, dude, yeah. when are you going to be done? Um, it's, it's a device that I, I haven't had a chance to play around with there's just this is this is like back-to-back -back thing um right we're going from one phone to the other there's things um i decided to pick up my uh you know the 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 xperia five uh, sorry no five xperia 10, 10. mark for it uh, 10 okay i mean how do you even okay. say it is it like suspiria one zero iv is i don't I, even I, know how sony names things it's i all i have are to hard. say for me, the, the the Xperia line for me is something that you and I, we've had a lot of fun playing around over the years. But the one mm -hmm. version of the Xperia line that we haven't had a chance to play with was the 10 series. It's always really mid series, yeah. And they're mid series. They're really entry level. I call them more like an entry level because it's running a Snapdragon 690. It's not running even a 7 series. Yeah. It's closer to mid, uh, I would say, yeah, mid range kind of, mid range experience. Um, the triple camera stack on the back. And of course, the toolless removal uh, tool dual sim and sd as opposed to a single sim and sd um, mm -hmm. and we still have a uh, headphone jack high quality uh, headphone jack the experience feel i mean i i'm getting the essence of xperia when i'm holding it and i'm and, and i love yeah. the fact first and foremost i got the white one i wanted to go with such a weird color that i never would see it in the u.s that i just wanted to get it and i picked it up for like 350 bucks off of amazon like yeah. it's a crazy like how in the like seriously so yeah, again, we, it, it, it really calls into question when we give Apple and Samsung special consideration for things like sales and trade in deals. Oh, yeah. And oh, but but a Sony, that's going to be so expensive. Yeah. yeah no, no. You know, they do sales and trade ins and they'll do like combos with earbuds and all that stuff, too. Right. No, no, absolutely. So. And one of the things I, I so the other thing that for me, at least in it, I'm hopefully going to be working on that video for next week um, is the. So the experience is definitely different. It's very different than your typical Xperia. And for me, that was the biggest shock because I was like experience. Well, I guess I don't know. I was hoping to see closer to a five series than it is to a ten, to to what the 10 is. But this is truly mm -hmm. a, 
you know, if you had to kind of bring in a budget version of what we typically see, because the yeah. Xperia 5 is $1,000. Uh, the Xperia 1 is, uh, you know, it was like thirteen to 1400 now, right? I think the, the Mark IV. Uh, so this is literally brand new. Uh, maybe 15. Uh, be, yeah, yeah, like fourteen ninety nine. Um, but the, the 10 actually retails at about 400 pounds. So it's not really intended to be in that same ballpark. And you feel that you do get the the Sony experience. You get the headphone jack. You get the uh, the experience with the camera. It's definitely more closer to what the basic version of the camera is on the Xperia 5 and the 1. There's no camera pro, no cinema pro. Uh, you know, again, so that's the tailoring that you get there. Uh, but a decent experience overall. I ha- I'm hoping to drive that over the weekend, take some pictures with it, enjoy it. It showed up while I was in Munich. So I showed up here and I'm opening the box and like, lo and behold, it's here. Um, and it was used when I bought it, by the way. That's how I got it for 350 It doesn't sell for 350 It was a, a returned, I guess, item to Amazon. Oh, okay. And for me, it's basically said fine. like new. There's no scratches on it. So I'm like, I'm okay with that. I don't, you know, I understand somebody had it and maybe didn't like the form factor. And now it works. But um, but yeah, I think it was so, like 14. Yeah. If, if, no, no, no. If you, if you pull up B&H, the mm-hmm. Xperia 1 Mark IV with the XM4 earbuds... Of course, uh, fifteen ninety eight as a combo. As a combo, okay. Or, so oh, that's no, no, wait, hold on. I want you, and I want you to hear this because you, you know, because pricing, you know, moves around and stuff, and phone pricing. So, Xperia One Mark IV and XM fours fifteen ninety eight, yep. or you can buy the Xperia One Mark IV all by itself for also fifteen ninety eight. So it's up to you. If you if you want to go just the phone, why 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 would or I? Or if you want to go phone and earbuds, and the um, XM4s, also fifteen ninety eight. So um, again, it's re- a very serious choice, people out there. If you if you don't want the earbuds, you can buy the phone totally solo. True, and and I would recommend you absolutely not missing. I mean, obviously, if you pre ordered it, you would have gotten even more because I think they come with different extra things. Yeah. But this one is pretty pretty decent uh, uh, offer that they're doing here. Essentially, you're getting the free latest buds from Sony with them. Yeah, um, and and, and with actually, free expedited shipping. Absolutely, so B&H it'll get to you in like three or four days. It's it's well, up yeah, for free. Uh, or yeah, I think if nothing, if I'm not mistaken, just if you want to catch it. Uh, they are going to be closing the store. Okay, so BNS has a has uh, I think Sukos closing. I don't know what that is. Our superstore still uh, doesn't matter. Uh, there, I think that's for check- their in in for like the actual store. So if you yeah, go yeah, no, no, to B and H. So speaking of Xperia One, um, so here in the UK, our buddy, our uh, Joe Joe Hickey's uh, actually a user of the phone. Uh, so he he gets basically free gifts. Either take uh, the Buds Pro worth one hundred seventy nine dollars or the Pixel. Uh, the Pixel LTE. Oh, okay. No, I think this is on the. Okay, I think. Okay, I think that back. Okay, now he's talking on the Pixel, which we should probably start talking about. I feel like you know the the main well, subject. Well, you, you're missing Joe's actual, and we we can cover this. Like you know, he says, I need to get some tips for shooting on the Xperia from you guys. I'm really enjoying it, but I have a lot to learn. And I, I mean, is for any tips that I can give you, they're going to be very basic. You've heard them before. Photography technique kinds of comments and it's just wrapping your brain around how different a sony is from any other phone and really for me it's it's one of those things where i've been shooting on sony's enough since the xperia 2 that it just takes you some time to get familiar it's why i'm very skeptical of any reviewers who are like you know my main daily driver is an iphone but i used this phone for a whole week and it wasn't as good. And you're like, well, yeah, that's kind of a dumb thing to say because 
you're familiar with the phone you live out of, and exactly. then you used this for... Did you really use it for a week? I don't think you did. Um, it, all of those little things that go into like your muscle memory and your expectation and knowing what the phone is going to do when you put it in different exposure conditions. That's the one thing you know, I missed going by the from way, an, on, the, on the 10. There is not extra yeah. button. Like I kept doing this. And it's and like, so oh, good. No, it's missing. And, and you feel it. Like the, so, the yeah, phone yeah. is so Sony that when that piece is missing, you're, you're like, like, oh. What? Huh? What? That's no, incorrect. But... It so should have, have a shutter shift, button. Yeah, you, you shift to the middle to double press to launch <laughs> that the camera. That's good. But it's um, like there's no half half press to focus. But yeah, no, I know what you mean. Yeah. So, so again, I, it, it, it's why I kind of bristled because I don't think Sony's making a claim of use us instead of a Pixel if you like what a Pixel can do, right? No, Sony's I, claim I is use us as a complement to your Sony A-series mirrorless camera. And if you're already shooting in that kind of mindset, I think the phone starts making a lot more sense earlier on. But if you're coming at this from another phone, like if you're coming at this from an iPhone, it's going to feel totally alien. And a week is insufficient to no, become you, you, proficient you barely, at what a Sony you camera You barely can get do. to the point where you're comfortable with the processing if you're not familiar with it. Um, also understanding how to compose the type of modes you have, the different options in there, the cameras, the video, the, the different apps that you have to be able to produce different content, the video pro app, as opposed to the standard camera basic app, as opposed to cinema pro, which gives you also a whole bunch of different options. Um, yep. and so there, and then of course the live streaming, there's a whole bunch of other things. It's really creative. It's, I feel like it's, the production. Line, it's a production. It's production yeah, grade. exactly. It's yeah. the, the one, the one Mark four is a pro with slightly less features, but it still has a lot of power and it, and i say that because the pro i really i mean recently prior to the one mark yeah. four the pro i was really and, and again i'm very anxious I, I don't i don't know that we'll get one this year but i would love to see a pro i refresh with that new imx 989 oh that's that right we're, we're almost at that point so the one mark four finally became available the five mark four is probably end of this month if, hopefully if they stick to that schedule i think it's i think it's still pre-order it it's says, still pre I, yeah, I yeah. think it should be shipping the end of October, which is the fastest we've ever gotten in Xperia of, 5. Of any time they've ever released the phone by announcement. Yeah. To so again, we'll say this is progress, even though it's it's coming pretty late in the year. And then Grounded Tech, but the YouTubers said Suspiria bad. <laughs> he, he's writing how I talk. So exactly. I had to read that comment because that's he, that's my straw man voice for other. He likes YouTubers. he likes you, man. He likes you. He knows exactly how so, you, you just. Um, Pixel Seven is obviously the only phone worth buying, and I feel like that's our spot to wrap up the show. Thank you very uh, much for joining for us, guys. It's definitely like, the best share, of our subscribe, week. smash Absolutely. the bell icon. Absolutely, thank you, and we'll see you guys next week for the best of our week. Uh, no, no, seriously. The um, so the announcement yesterday was, I- I'll say that there was really no surprises with the exception of a couple of things. Um, everything was leaked ahead of time. We, we had obviously the Google themselves leaked the design. We knew obviously mm-hmm. some of the, the main uh, aesthetical looks of the, the actual device, both of them back mm-hmm. at Google IO, nothing really surprising here. The biggest nope. thing that we got a chance to see yesterday, I think it's my opinion, obviously some more information about tensor two. So they decided to go with the tensor two processor on that yeah. one. Um, at, you know, the fact that obviously it's still technically based on the same architecture as Tensor One, but more optimized and hopefully less power drawing. Uh, the bigger thing that I also liked is that they did try to improve a little bit of the experiences on the cameras. So that's also one of the areas that they, they focused on. Uh, bigger battery. We're up to a 5,000 milliampere battery on, on the Pro, at least. I don't remember what the standard one is. I think the standard one may be... I saw somewhere somebody was commenting saying that the Pixel 6a had a, had a bigger battery than the Pixel 7. And it has smaller body. I, I, I don't know if I could, that's correct. I did not validate 
the data on that one. I don't know um, that that's correct. I, I, like I said, I saw the comment. I didn't, I, I I'm going to say, I do not, I'm not going to hundred percent like, wow. Okay. Google's recommending me a picture from nine years ago. That is far. Okay. Sorry. <laughs> when Google goes really back with the memory pictures, then you'll have Deep to see cut. So here, pixel seven, let's see. I'm going to bring, I'm bringing up their site just because uh, they show a comparison. <laughs> let's go down. Where is it? Grand detective was saying it was him that said that. So he's, oh, is it? He's is it grab? Okay, you're trying to quote him, and you're not I'm giving tr- him the credit that he deserves. Some what? Well, I mean, uh, Gabalette like is I also saying, fallen. "Holler at your boy," saying, "Who are we kidding? We should all just get an S22 and call it a day." Because, um, oh, here, compare. Why would you buy anything else except for Gabaletta saying, "No, no, no, no. We need the iPhone 14 Pro Max to just cover the basics." So, so obviously, the correct comparison is you take a Pixel 6a. And you talk about the screen refresh rate and you compare that against a $1,200 iPhone Absolutely. that people can understand why you shouldn't be poor or broke. Because we don't speak broke on this <laughs> podcast. See, every time you say that, by the way, the only thing that it resonates in my mind is bro- Baroque. <laughs> like the Baroque. <laughs> if it's not Baroque, <laughs> don't it's fix not, it. It is. Because that, that's, I don't know why. That's, that's why like, we go way back on this one. So from a, from a size and performance comparison, the, the lineup for 2022, obviously, from for Google is Pixel 7 Pro, Pixel 7, Pixel 6a, 899, sure. and of course, kind of downwards going, 599 for the 7 and 449 uh, for mm-hmm. the 6a. Size-wise, again, kind of gradually, 6.7, 6.3 to 6.1. And I think where the oh, get to that battery. What's, what's the battery? What's the battery? What's the battery? So, okay. Battery. The Pixel, okay, no, I guess it's, no, it's the other way around. So 5,000 for the Pro, 4,355, that's an odd number. Um, and then 4,400. So it's slightly more. So we're talking like a 45 milliamp hour difference between the Pixel 7 and the falling, Pixel 6. Falling within the error margin. Because you know, like the battery capacity that you get is not, it's the, it's the proposed, not the rated. Or, so there's the whole different number, the value. So mm-hmm. at the end of the day, they're roughly about the same battery size. So, but isn't that kind of also piggybacking on the fact that the Pixel 7 is smaller than the that, Pixel that was, 6? Physically, so. I think that was the, uh, the display may be bigger. But uh, I think it's like two point. The overall width. dimensions I thought were shrunk a bit. Actually, I can pull uh, that up. I, I, I have no, Phone Arena's website. Well, I was going to say from Google's site, Andy it's uh, six point one inch height to two point nine width. No, it is physically smaller. the The six A is actually smaller by like a hair. No, 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 no. What I'm saying is the Pixel Six, not the Pixel Six A. The oh, Pixel oh, Seven oh, is dimensions. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, let's change that here. Smaller than. This is what I like about this tool. Uh, yes, the Pixel 6, uh, you're right. The 7 is 6.1 inches as opposed to 6.2. It's, uh, it's slightly uh, on the height. So it is physically smaller. You're right. It is physically smaller yeah, and the battery dropped about 300 so yes, the Pixel 6 is taller and just a hair wider. And I can't tell. I mean, well, it's like a fraction of an inch Oh no no I know well so thicker, on the on the on the display here according to Google's site so. the six and the seven have very small comparison uh, differences overall but yeah it is the seven is slightly smaller uh, slightly but shorter. every dimension on the Pixel Seven has shrunk so what I would hope is which given that it's got a fifty milliamp hour capacity difference between the Pixel Six A that we're hoping for a greater than 10% power efficiency efficiency. improvement. And that's where they're, the Pixel 7 can outlast the Pixel 6a. And I think that's, but also the Pixel 6a is 
is probably going to make up some of that if you're using the 90 hertz refresh rate display on the Pixel 7 is probably going to eat a little bit more battery for that. So yeah. I don't know. And, and it should be interesting to see when those are actually out in the wild. And keep in mind that the 6A is also be. running Tensor. So it's not like you're running, a, you know, you're not comparing a Tensor to a, like a, what they used to use a for Snapdragon 765. Yeah, you're doing, you know, sort of pretty much like Apple to brand new Apple kind of thing. Uh, no, no pun intended on, on the. On the uh, I don't know why I said that. Grounded tech going hard on the Pixel Seven. It's, it's smaller one. The Seven is terrible. Just admit it. Why can't you just admit it? It's a terrible phone. Google went out of their way. They wanted to make a bad phone and not make money and not sell it. If they wanted to make a good phone, they would have made it better than a Galaxy, and they would have charged you a half a ham sandwich and given you earbuds and a watch for free. If they wanted to make it good. Well, in, in the UK, actually, you do get a free watch, an LTE. No, I know. Just, yeah. Yeah, okay. No, I know. I know. It's, <laughs> one those, it's one of those feel like the... Um, so Google's actually pretty aggressive as far as the... Uh, I'll, I'll say this. The promotions coming out with this device at this point is actual, It's better than what we had last year. Um, as of last night, and I didn't check this morning, it looked like that the shipping dates are still within a week. That we're not looking at mm-hmm. if you missed ordering on the first day, you're suddenly in the you know in December or January, kind of last year for sure. Um, but they're also throwing in so in the UK, they're throwing in a free watch, an LTE version of the uh Pixel Watch, which is roughly nice. about 400 bucks. That's actually a pretty decent gift That's in the solid. US. We're, we're not getting that level of juice, we're getting $200 store credit for the seven uh, for the seven pro and $100 store credit for the 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 seven series so if you pick up the seven or the seven pro you'll be able to pick up a whole bunch of accessories for free which is really nice i like that 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 option because a you're getting first party accessories which we all saw the video that juan talked about and obviously there's a whole bunch of disappointment going on there the cases are different i'll say this with the exception of the clear case that they had there they have different cases this year i'll say that yeah the orange your orange is so gross uh, this is the worst you case. gotta change okay i okay next time i see you bro i'm gonna give you i'm not case. changing it until i get the pixel 7 when okay, the pixel okay. 7 is here oh, then right, i will yeah. change we, the we case we still don't have pixel 7 hands well the exception with that 2.5 seconds hands-on last night i think we don't have really access to the pixel oh. 7 ah this is uh, so gross you gotta take it there's off, like right? actual like schmutz getting like oh my god you gotta okay this show plastic static. frame we are turning in into a rubbery bumper god help us all and this um, is all so just yeah. from like pocket lint and stuff, but it's probably like culturing bacteria. Would you, you'd there. be surprised how much dust particles go in this inside display every time I take it out of my pocket. Like I, I open it up and I feel like okay, I got to do this just to kind of use the phone because it's that much <laughs> dust that sits there. Because you know, because uh, you know, Samsung believes that you know we need to have an open space for airflow because I don't know why that's a thing. Um, I will say though one thing. This is something that was surprising, and not to, not to tangent too much. The um the the Huawei Mate XS2 requires you to unfold the phone to charge it. You have to unfold yeah, it. Yeah, that's it weird. You, yeah, it will not let you charge. But th- I, that also speaks to why I think it's because it does get warmer because of the battery uh, where the batteries are sitting. Oh, and yeah. this doesn't. It just needs the the surface area to vent. Yeah, it needs that much. So that was a, that was a surprising thing. Every time I charge the uh, the XS XS2, I always have to remember to unfold it and leave it unfolded. But it just yeah. So anyway, side story. Going back to Pixel. Um, obviously just as impressions on based on what was announced and what's going on oh, wait, uh, mm-hmm. before we done, there's a couple more things. Obviously they talked about the pixel watch was the other, the first sure. Fitbit collaboration with Google. Now that Google owns Fitbit, mm-hmm. uh, watch was actually officially made made available. We got a chance to hold one for again, 2.5 seconds. Um, and I'm making a joke about it, but this literally, it was a quick, I barely had it, put it in my hand, looked at it, took a picture and my turn was done. 
It was that kind mm-hmm. of an experience. Um, feels, I mean, so it's definitely smaller than at least the. So I'm I'm still rocking the the Watch Five Pro from from Samsung because I haven't finished the video right. for it. Slightly smaller, a little bit lighter. The the design. Oh, I mean, noticeably very... smaller. Again, like oh, if yeah, we're yeah. looking at something, it looks like even a like um, Doesn't a it look like a tiny E3, little. Uh... Yeah, yeah, which absolutely. has sort of the larger bezels. I mean, the reason why I'm holding up the E3 is because it has a smaller screen, but it has like it's a, a, a bigger too. casing. Yeah. And it's almost like if you took this and then you wrapped the body so it's not flat sides on mm-hmm. the watch and you made it into that kind of polished stone look. Uh, for me, yeah, when I first saw it, I thought it looked like a pebble. Not the watch, kind but of. pebble as in like yeah. a design, like a very well-rounded pebble that you can basically skip across the river. Um one thing I was surprised to find out yesterday because I didn't see it in most of the pictures I was looking at it. Apparently it has a second button. That was something that I yeah. didn't know. It has the primary main, you know, it's obviously everything. Crown and crown, dial and stuff. Yeah. A dial and it does work. The UI elements do work with that. Uh, we couldn't show any of that, unfortunately. That was something we could only, only you know, play with for two seconds. It was so silly. Um, it's like, hey, we just did this whole press event. Um, here, take a photo of the phone, but like, don't show anyone. You're like, I, Okay. <laughs> It's, there's definitely a different approach. Google's definitely going sure. slightly differently about this. Um, but I digress. Last, I digress. <laughs> and then, of course, the last thing they talked about yesterday, which I feel like is truly an innovative experience that I think a lot of companies may start copying. And that's the way of how Google took the Nest Hub Max, which is what we typically mm-hmm. have, or the Google Home Max, whatever, the Nest Hub. The, it's something I've been asking for for years. And they they literally made it so that you're able to detach the display from the Max, and basically mm-hmm. that becomes the Google tablet that's coming out next year. Well, we got an important bit of information, first of all. So the, yeah. we still don't know like all of the particulars on the Google tablet. It was my hypothesis for, that for the Google tablet would be potentially rocking a Tensor 1, Yep. To keep costs lower, but we did get confirmation that next year's Google tablet is going to be rocking a Tensor 2. Makes sense. So I, I would imagine we could see the tablet launch alongside a Pixel 7a. So the Pixel 7a would be yeah, getting yeah, yeah. Tensor 2. The tablet would be getting Tensor 2. That's sort of the second life of that generation of SOC. The extended part. Um, yeah, but, you're right. but the exciting thing that they wanted to show was a new speaker dock with magnets that attaches the tablet. Now I'm just curious, like how much that's going to cost because I don't believe that's going to be an in the box accessory. Yeah, I I truly believe that this is the, you buy the dock for the tablet because otherwise you could just buy the tablet as a tablet. But I've never gotten a smart screen because I have a couple inexpensive tablets and I, if I want a tablet in the kitchen, I mean, if I want a display in the kitchen, I just prop up a tablet and then I can take that tablet anywhere else in the house that I want but, to use but it. Yeah, and I think that's what they're. So trying this to is leverage. the design. This is what they're going for here. They they took with they took that design and they're like, hey, you want to use it as a smart speaker? Boom! You want to use it as a tablet? You detach it. It's magnet, obviously connected via magnets, and which pretty much means that the tablet will have wireless charging. But I just don't want to say that it yeah. does. It could be. It could be proprietary. I mean, charging. again, I, it, it, it's it's not incorrect to kind of look at some of those features like MagSafe. This makes Absolutely. perfect sense to me. It, it, it Again, I, I get cranky about the idea of a portless phone that only uses wireless charging because mm-hmm. that is less energy efficient. And you know, it would be a substantial amount of power um, yeah. if everyone using a phone were, were to have to switch to wireless charging. It's more e-waste. But when you can create kind of a dock experience like this, mm-hmm. my hope would be you get a speaker dock 
that will then play ball with maybe a couple generations of tablets, that they're looking at this magnetic stick interface and charging apparatus for something that's going to last longer than just a cable with a pad to stick onto the back of a tablet that's going to wear out faster. Your dock is is sedentary, so you, you pop it up there when you just want a smart display, you pull it off when you want a mobile experience, mm-hmm. and that dock should last a lot longer than like a MagSafe charger. I no, no, I agree, and I and I'm hoping that that they live. They think of a long, like you said, the longevity of accessories. Don't make it into a single use, single device. Like the the Pixel Dock, we didn't hear anything about a new updated Pixel Dock uh, for this year. Nah. It looks like they're sticking to the one from last year because it still works. But there's nothing wrong. But with how it. cool would that be if your tablet dock could also stick a Pixel Seven? I was thinking about it as you were saying it before, like maybe make a custom. It'd case. be like Moto mods. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, exactly. Yeah. You want a smart display from your Pixel 7? Like just put it on there. It'll charge it. Then it'll get but that just, just as like, again, just like those speaker docks on Moto mods. It's not like you're really going to expect to have the same Nest smart screen experience, but you just want to stream some music or yeah, have yeah. a video playing or it's a convenient it a way JBL to prop up a phone mod. for a video uh, call. The mod was a JBL. Well, there, there were two. There was a JBL and then there was also an Amazon smart speaker that was oh. that had alexa built in yeah 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 you're right you're right there was one alexa gets into everything yeah uh <laughs> yeah i, I miss oh she get around man. alexa get around that girl hey, man, oh yeah she's a she's a popular lady that has a lot of power that's all i say yeah. she can control her dance life. car her dance card is full no more <laughs> sure. no more takers she's For... she is booked for everything released yesterday or announced you know yesterday, I would say I don't know. I'm trying to follow. I didn't. I didn't. I, I, there was no way to yes and that. It got weird. No, so we I, can got, we can just very we can just move on. <laughs> yeah. No. Um, with everything kind of that announced yesterday, I think the most exciting part for me, at least, is um, so yeah, we didn't get a chance to touch it. I mean, to use the Pixel Seven Pro, but. The overall design, I like the fact that they stuck to the design. I like the refinement on the external. Uh, like as you said before, the camera cover with the separation in the back. Mm-hmm. That looks like they're, sub- they're focusing on the- those experiences. Um, I'm going to say this, and I'm pretty sure a lot of people are going to not like me for this. I really like the hazel color. I don't know why that green and gold is speaking to me this year. Nothing against the other. Um, like, I don't know. Actually, it's something to do with green. I'm, I've been really enjoying green tone yeah. devices from Google lately. 6A came in green. The 6 Pro came in. Uh, I don't think. No, 96 Pro is not green. It's I'm going to fight you on that. I just held up a Xiaomi 12S Ultra. I don't <laughs> like gold so much as I like a sort of a more coppery, you know, I'm to- like yeah, no, I'm not, not I'm- as shiny, gaudy. It's the thing I don't like about the new iPhones is I think that that bright, reflective what my, metal edge what looks yeah. kind of cheap. Sorry, I got to um, peel. Uh-oh. Yeah, see, mine, mine, mine's the gray one as well. So, no, I, I, I have it in a case. So it doesn't matter. The skin that I have on my Pixel, it just has been so long that I've had the skin on it that I forgot what color I had. I remember yours was the more orangey toned uh, color. Yeah, uh, the kind of. We were thinking at some point of exchanging each other's phones, but we never kind of went through with it because yeah, that's the one I kind of. Yeah, it'd be, this is yeah. So at, the, at launch last year, that was the color I was actually looking for. We'll see which one if we do uh, when and if we do get our devices. Uh, pixel otherwise um i have my order in already i, I kind of already i, I didn't know how <laughs> you just are. jumped in let's do it well because last year was such okay so here's what happened to me last year i wanted i i didn't know which version of the, the device google was going to send us so at the point i, I assumed it was going to be you know a higher storage one um, i needed something with a little bit more storage than 128 and i still use the pixel 6 pro but it, there's a limitation i always have to offload things from it so mm-hmm. i wanted to make sure to get in on the ground and i 
obviously we didn't get anything before lot before the announcement so i really kind of got antsy so i felt like look worst case scenario i'll put in my order and if something does happen with team pixel then it's great otherwise i, I want to be able to get at least a 256 storage so at least i have my order in there we'll see how that goes um yeah for sure or, and i did go with the hazel one mostly because i don't know it spoke to me the most um and i'm mm-hmm. more than likely gonna have skin says, on it anyway made the right choice again i don't think anyone's gonna fight you on this or at least again, not no, no, I, anyone anyone whose reputation wanted, we would. a lot of people like the snow like there was a lot of conversation going around okay. the, the snow uh and even even me i, I kind of sidely commented on that i put in farmer uh, you know in farmer you know it could be Okay, I'm not going to sing the song. The old song. If you're old enough to remember who Informer is, and, and yeah. Uh, <laughs> then you're probably as tired as we are. But as, yeah. as we are. And and there was a lot of references yesterday. I, I made a reference and somebody said, this guy is not old enough. I'm like, oh, crap. Okay, that we're going to have to move on. Um, there There is a YouTuber we could call out for not getting a very basic Spaceballs reference, and we could have you all go brigade and make him feel as bad as he should feel for not getting a Spaceballs reference, but we are nicer than that, and we are, and he, call no, no, no. Out this individual. <laughs> it, was, it was bad on my side. But he now, knows who he is, and he knows how he did wrong. I'm, I'm going to... I'm like, hey, so Fat Pixel Brodus 7 is in the chat. Yeah, Pixel 7 and Fat Brodus is in the chat. Yeah, so agreed. So, <laughs> no, Andrew's basically with me on this one. He's like, look, 256 gigs is the right uh, for a minimum, at least with yeah. the capabilities. I mean, and I, I, I want to see again. Launch. I have, I really, this is a very different launch for Google's sort of PR side. So I'll be Days curious to see Sorry. What, what goes on with the Team Pixel folks. I'm, I'm going to wait just because, like, I have way too much stuff on my desk to also piggyback another order but if um if the review devices are 128 then i'll probably flip it to get the 512 because the and pixel I, 6 genuinely kept my sim card longer i really, than I really like phone. using yeah and and as all a my phone. accounts everything yeah. is set up in the, on my pixel 7 6 pro sorry not 7 pro um and mm-hmm. it runs really nice the only limitation i had with it, it it's typically the, the storage, storage is so. miserable yeah so if you i mean again if you shoot like we do 120 128 gigabytes of storage is woefully insufficient already so yeah and, and I'll, for I'll us, probably it's a make that jump at some point it's a production tool that we use it you have to keep that in mind we use it more for production as well not just for personal family and stuff it has to kind of work in a lot of different environments so here's what's and, funny is i'm using it a lot less even though the cameras are great mm-hmm. because i've got a vivo x80 pro <laughs> and a xiaomi 12s ultra and between those two even when i'm not even when I don't have my SIM card in those phones, I'm bringing them along like I used to bring a nicer camera along. Yeah. And if I need the data connection, I'll just send all the files to my Pixel to use my Double. data connection. Yeah, yeah. And even with that kind of use, 128 gig is not sufficient because I'm shooting oh, so heavy. You, because we're shooting on the Vivo and the Xiaomi. Absolutely, and and I, so I do the same now. I, uh, every time I go, unless I really need to bring the game main camera, uh, I'm bringing the X70 Pro Plus. So to me, that's like my backup, my my go to mobile camera experience right now. As not because again, not that not the Pixel Six or uh, some of the other devices or even the Xiaomi is not that good. It's mm-hmm. more about the what you're trying to do with it, the the the, the rounded experience. Yeah. Also, it's a dedicated portable camera for me and a replacement for let's say the zv10 or even using an a6400 something that's more of a carry-on and again last night i i I, we were at this event by the way a few years back like like Mm -hmm. i know it sounds like ages ago the pixel 4 yeah pixel 4 
same location. So I already knew it was kind of limited in space. And, and with that mindset, I wanted to go very lean. And of course, Juan's, yeah, we're talking before the show. He's like, I'm going in there with one phone. And I'm like, I'm debating which four to bring. I'm like, this is me. And Juan's like, I'm just going to go with one, dude. I'll see you later. I, well, it's not the spot that you go. I mean, again, no, I, know. I, I right. didn't You're know totally right. that it was going to be such a casual event. Because the last time we went there, it was a, a techier like hands-on absolutely playing with phones and doing all that stuff it was just a little bit more difficult to get that content done but you roll up and it's a rooftop in downtown la and it's dark and it's cozy and it's like you're not gonna shoot you know lighting some good photos just for the group but even for using night sight like a couple of the photos that we're sharing um not to like spoil the camera prowess but some of those we still needed people to like Turn on fill, a phone flash yeah, to use as a fill light. We had light. a fill light. Yeah, exactly. We had a it's fill light. It's that dark <laughs> up on the roof, you know, at night. It, so you know. it, I, I, I kind of felt like, oh, I can bring my Xiaomi and I can do this and I can take all these photos and I'll have better night sight and all that. And I kind of just went, you know, my SIM card's in the Pixel 6 Pro. It's a Pixel event. I'm just going to go with that. <laughs> I feel like it was fine. I feel it, like we no, did no, no, I, it. I got the same caliber of social media posts oh, okay. that way that I would have gotten. Ash, I, Ash got the comments because that—that's when I actually commented on his on his tweet on on, on Twitter, obviously uh, talking about the color because he likes the snow. Ash, color. Ash is even going. He says like I can get by okay with one twenty eight, but he's going with the two fifty six. It's and I, I mean, I think it's the right. Yeah, it, it's not point. about. It, but again, it's not about archiving. Like if if you're worried about saving the photo somewhere else and freeing up space on the phone, like sure you can use cloud. I've got terabytes of storage on my network attached yeah, yeah. storage box. That's not the issue. It's I am genuinely cutting content, crafting video. I'll edit and render directly from the phone. I'm yep. mixing down podcasts. And then on top of that, I also like to play games. So there's a lot of storage taken up from games. Yeah. And then on top of that, I also like to to back up high quality music from Cobas. So I'm usually doing at least CD quality, if not higher. So that's taking up space on the phone. And we used to have a memory card slot on a lot of other phones where you could offload that kind of media exactly. and then just keep the phone storage for software. But now that we don't have that, we're stuck in this spot where you've got to buy storage at a tier above what you think you'll need out in the field because I can't count on Google Drive to really get all my work done. I can only count on Google Drive to help move files around other computers and especially, to especially when occasionally we're traveling, where internet connection especially when you're traveling is going to be as fast. Right. Yeah, there's one thing to say that when you're at a obviously in a location where 5G is super nice, but like I landed in Munich, right? The first thing I got is I get a text message from T-Mobile telling me, "Congratulations, you have 5 gigs of high-speed data available for you to use." This is new. I'm very happy. I didn't cool. have to pay. I actually this is the first trip I did not activate my Google Fi when I travel. I typically do that. That's the first thing I do because I need the internet and make sure that it runs fine. Um, but the best I got with T-Mobile, uh, sorry, with T-Mobile's connection over there was LTE. So I didn't get 5G. My phone did not support 5G in the, in Europe. Go figure. Uh, the bands were not supported, but the speeds were also not the fastest that I was thinking. But at least you had that you, you have that connection. So what I'm trying to say is um, you have to figure out if where you're going internet's going to be good. Drive is not mm-hmm. always going to be the option to be able to pull things from if you want to be able to, or even Google Photos. If you back up your stuff to Google Photos, which now obviously shares the same storage as Drive anyways, but that's right. a different story. Um, 
And if I put together a video soup to nuts all on my phone, that can be 15, sometimes as high as 20 gig of video and samples and clips and audio per- and music perfect example. And transitions. Yeah. And then the final rendered version of that all takes up space on the same device. No, no, absolutely. One of the things I'll say, and this is where, where storage for me is always a big thing. Um, before I left on for the trip on Monday, cause I, it was a very short trip. So I had no time to edit anything prior to leaving. I had enough time to shoot right. the content, but not to edit it. I had six reels that I needed to produce during that trip. I had in my mind, I already envisioned six different reels to produce. I had to shoot all of that content at 4k 60, get all of that on the phone, leave it on the phone, not on a cloud storage, and then edit all of that on the plane. So you can't do a lot of that stuff if you have short, smaller storage, because if I'm having to figure out what to unload and all offload, to top that off, for some reason, and I need to figure out what it is. On my laptop, I still haven't installed DaVinci, but I'm going to do that today. Today is one of my days I was going to set it up. I'm still using Premiere because the license still sits on this laptop. Premiere, for some reason, even when I f- bring down the configuration, when I'm shooting, rendering at 4K60, my video for the 12T Pro was 9.5 gigs. The video. Yeah, I mean, that doesn't sound too far off, though. No, no, it's not. But this is what I've been doing to be able to fix my problem on my phone. So what I do is I transfer the file to my phone and I run it through, uh, uh, what's it called? Uh, uh, PowerDirector. Now, PowerDirector, right. it, it's obviously it's a straight tra- uh, render. There's no cuts, nothing. It's a one file. It's not going to be that complicated. But PowerDirector is able to cut it down to about six gigs when I re-render yeah. it in 4K60 on my mobile device, which, by the way, doesn't take as long as my computer. That was the funny part of this whole conversation. Computer yep. takes like tw- you know 40 minutes or something. People. Power director barely sit, you know, I think it was at 12 minutes. Star director is slower than Kinemaster, but you can't I, go with Kinemaster now because it costs you $120 a year. Let's not do the math do again, Kinemaster. man. I still have headaches from last conversation with the whole 10 it's $9 a month or $120 a year <laughs> for a special price. Um, so the, the, re, the, for me, again, a lot of that is done on device, and I need to be able to leverage the storage capabilities so that I do have enough space to produce a four, you know, a six gig file out of a nine gig file, and not have to yeah. worry about like, am I is is this gonna, you know, crap out at me in middle of middle of the render? Because I've had that happen to me on the Pixel before, where I'm rendering something, and the app crashes or it stops rendering because it ran out of storage. So I have to go oh, back and yeah. figure out what to delete. So long story short, I, I know I'm kind of like driving the point down. For me, it is is a must to have at least 256. So uh, we'll see. We'll see how this configuration mm. goes. Um, nobody can talk about the Pixel at this point for some reason, so we're not going to hear anything from anybody. Well, I mean, year. sort of. A, a bunch of other media have already come out with like, yeah, I totally had this hands-on experience. And you're like, well, then well, you're kind of no, talking about some, the Pixel. Um, I saw some UK creators also post um, unboxing of the 7 and the 7 Pro. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah, so... It depends on the market and, and everything, and I, I'm not going to get into too much of that. But I'll say this: um, I'm excited for what the seven and the seven Pro bring are bringing. Uh, it's definitely a generational upgrade to what we saw from last year. Mm-hmm. Um, I obviously, it's we don't have enough information to say if this is an is it an upgrade path for the six. I feel like this is more of still around the four to the five series the mm-hmm. kind of experience because of the, the they're very close experience wise. So. Uh, just as an example of what we're talking about for storage, I have the 256 gig version of the Xiaomi, uh, the 12S Ultra. Mm-hmm. And this is a project file that clocks in with the finished render on the phone was uh, 18 gig. And this is the uh, the timeline. Let's see if I can get. Oh, yeah, yeah. Right there. So this is my timeline for the Eufy camera, 
that I had to return. And it's it's two camera, it's B roll, it's outdoor shots. I just uh, moved. Yeah, I was about something. to say you're mo- you're moving. Uh, yeah, I'm moving clips around. I can undo that. That's fine. Obviously, yeah, yeah but. Please. All of this had to be shot and edited and soundtracked and rendered. And I've got like my, you know, little pop intro and I've got my watermark. Yeah, no, and slight, slight effects. All those transitions have to be accounted for. You have to download like different plugin packs and stuff like that. Once you really start trying to do this all, you have to think about what is all the stuff that you would need on your computer Mm -hmm. on top of all the things you need on your phone. So um, it, it, it's kind of a head trip. You, this is also why it's like, yeah, you, you can kind of, you can try and separate this conversation out. Like, well, what about the average consumers? And you're like, yeah, they're probably not doing stuff like that. But I'd also not recommend them shop at that tier when we've got other phones like iQOO's and Xiaomi 12T's and Pixel 7's that are going to be demonstrably less expensive. So it, it, the, it's it's tricky. I know a lot of people want to say go cloud, go cloud, go cloud, but I can't do any of that. No, no I, it, it again. So it doesn't cloud. It doesn't cloud work. is a functional. It's a, it's funky. It, it's it's funky. It's functional in in specific areas, and I think to a certain point it makes sense. But it's not as reliable as it as having internal storage sure. or obviously. I, I mean, I think card. I think we've recapped that. We've recapped that point enough. Enough, but it, again, it's it's in showing like. That's really what that looks like. <laughs> like I've got a project file on my phone right now that ended up only being about a six minute video by the time I was done cutting up all the talking head and adding in all the B-roll. And even then, that six minute video is almost 20 gig of storage on the phone to account for everything that I had to shoot and edit. So Absolutely. But it's the fact that we have that much horsepower also to run it. Um, sure. It makes so, it worth it because I'll, I'll tell you that rendered faster than my laptop would have done it. it everything, apparently everything. Yeah. Even with a, with a 2080 Ti on, on this laptop, obviously it's a laptop edition, yeah, 20 to 80, but um, I truly believe like I, I need to inject some Da Vinci into this and I think it's going to fly. You it's really should. fly real fast. It's, it, but it's going to be faster about, than Adobe. Every time I think about it, I, I never do it because I don't use this computer to edit. I'm still finishing a video editing ed- edit right now for the tablet, uh, the uh, the Xiaomi tab, uh, not the Xiaomi, the Redmi tab, pad, the Xiaomi pad. I keep calling <laughs> it a tab and it's a pad. And as I was going in my video, edit, I'm like, oh my God, I called it tab the whole time. It's basically a tablet, but it obviously it's a pad because it's the Redmi tab uh, at about 299 uh, euros. But that was the other thing. That was the other video I posted. But um, from the from the 7 and the 7 Pro, what are your thoughts on the fact that they stuck to the pricing? Like this is the second year we got a 599 and an 899. Mm-hmm. You know, obviously with some of the updates that we see here, we have a bigger battery on the one, uh, on the on the 7 Pro, which we didn't have last year. Slightly smaller on the six, uh, on the 7, but that's also because it's slightly smaller as a phone. So it's almost like they it's slightly different. Like they went slightly smaller on the on the 7, but then they kind of stuck to the bigger version. Do you think that's a smart move for them? Is it is it really going to capture people to stick with the 899, 599 and just kind of staple that that price point experience that people need to kind of like companies are copying already this year? Uh, what's it I called? Mean, uh, gen- OnePlus? Genuinely, it, it, I, I think I care about pricing. I think techies care about pricing. And yeah. I think it's a much tougher conversation because consumers right. care about their monthly bill. No, of course. 
And so they're going to go in and they're going to see all these phones and this is the nicer phone and this is the sort of medium phone and this phone's more expensive and this phone's less expensive and they're only really going to grok it when they start seeing like, well, how much did my bill change? And this is also where Samsung and Apple in North America predominantly have much more favorable carrier conditions for a lot of this stuff. And the only company that I think can try to compete on a more even playing ground would be Google. So I'm hoping we'll see, just like we see like the Pixel 6a has already fallen to like 350. It's easy to shop it for like $100 less than full MSRP. It's pretty Mm -hmm. easy to find that like pretty much free on an agreement with your carrier. I'm hoping that we'll see some of those good combo trade-in deals, things like on T-Mobile, I think are probably some of the most beneficial deals. I was about to and say, so they, site- they have better deal trade-in deals than even Google did on their own site. So that was like oh, oh, definitely. I, yeah, I mean, yeah. some of the trade-ins were a little better on the Google site, but I mean, you had to get very specific. I have a OnePlus 9. Who's going to give me $20 more for my OnePlus 9? I mean, you had to get that like to specific yeah, about... Yeah, no, I'm with you. It yeah. wasn't just, you know... The trade-in deals at Google are better. They're very. Um, they were no. Very they were narrowed. comparable to the average consumer. So I will say this because I but was no, 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 just just just, yeah. just to finish your point. Yeah. The reason why I think MSRP matters is it helps us categorize where we think the phone should live and what mm-hmm. we should compare the phone against. And once you get out of that kind of you know uh, spec for spec, MSRP to MSRP kind of showdown, I think it matters a lot less. It it's only the psychological hook that now tech reporters can't make that headline oh and look google's ratcheting up prices hmm it's gonna be more expensive so they can't do that yeah for for me i would say you could keep pixel if you can keep pixel as almost a loss leader you know like if google is maybe breaking even on the phone years from now and you're keeping 599 and 899 it's just a pressure point, and it removes ammunition from editorialists who yeah, would have yeah. been out just to pan the phone because it's not going to get as many clicks if they say nice things about the phone. But you need to stroke the egos of iPhone and Samsung owners in North America, and that's almost 80% of the potential tech audience right there. So I think it's smart from Google from a strategic standpoint. I think it's smart from a from a messaging standpoint. It kind of keeps them in the conversation. It's a tough. It, it's a shot across the bow at Apple for still pricing an iPhone fourteen Dude, at eight hundred dollars. They did so much shot. So much. Low, so many. Like, there was direct- so much shade. Oh yeah. my god! Oh my god! That was fun. Yes, and I, my favorite moment was when they like when one of the Google PR people just looks directly into the camera and was like, "Hey." Do you remember when we invented crash, crash detection? detection? And then went right back on. I thought it was that was so oddly aggressive that he yeah, yeah, like yeah, made yeah. direct eye contact <laughs> with you in a close up shot like that. I was like, wow, Google's really getting like, it right now. Very, yeah, on on brand and <laughs> all, I love it. I because it, no, it's seriously. If, if you're a fan of Android and you've been in the Android ecosystem, the moment when you're watching the iPhone launch event, you're like, wait, we've had this for years. How did Apple just always it? on display? That's amazing. What? Tell me more. Yeah, batteries dying. How? No, I'm just kidding. Um, long story short, yeah. So, um, it, it is absolutely a big thing, and I think for me, it, it's not just for Google; it's also for the industry. 
Because what we saw in 2022 is a lot of companies, you know, Motorola, OnePlus, follow suit with that price point, understanding the benefit of having a 599. And although just to kind of to your point with the pricing, Google's even on their own site and everywhere they're they're pre-ordering or they're pre-selling it, they're giving that $200 credit and the $100 credit. So in reality, you're getting the phone still at a discount because you're getting $200 worth of credit benefit towards it. And eight ninety nine. I don't like playing that game. I, I don't like. I don't like trying to make the con. I'm not picking on you. I'm just saying. No, no, no. I, no. I'm saying you're, you're paying it, not the no, 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 no. price. You're, you're paying. You're, you're paying eight ninety nine for a it base is. model Pixel Six Pro, and then you're getting an additional perk. Like you okay. can buy some other accessories. You don't really save money. It's the same thing that bothers me with trade in deals. Like, oh, the phone was only two hundred dollars. Like, no. I, no, I you gave at, up a functional device that could have gone to someone else in your family. So it wasn't like Samsung just magically trading. reduced the price yeah. for no reason. You gave them something that was working, and they gave you a coupon mm-hmm. so that you could spend less on the phone. But there was still no. a material exchange of monetary value at no, no, play. I, what I meant to say, so. that the reason why the referencing I was putting in there, and as far as saving part, part of this... Buying a phone is is partial, partial. I'll say that it's part of the experience. When you buy a phone, you don't just buy the phone. You typically will have, especially with nowadays that you don't have a charger. Let's say if you were going to need to buy mm-hmm. a charger for this phone. And let's say you want to buy a case for this phone. Or maybe you want to buy a couple of cases and maybe a screen protector. So your purchase of a phone, whatever the price point, five, six, seven, eight, nine hundred, there's always that about $100 or so worth of accessories that you buy alongside that device if you don't have things that work with it. To me... The savings weren't on the device. They were saving us money on the accessories. Obviously, they're wanting you to buy more first-party accessories because if you bought it from the sure. Google store, your credit was at Google. If you bought it from uh, Best Buy or some of the other companies, it was in their store. Mm-hmm. It was never cash back. You're right. You're not saving money on the phone, but on the purchase as a whole, there is some saving to your pocket in in the in the way of basically saying, I, look, you don't I, have to spend know, money on the accessory. That's what I was I know trying. what you're saying. But yeah. we also just played with a 799 Xiaomi 12T Pro and case, a 12T and a that had a case box. and a screen protector and a charger in the box. And not just a charger, but a charger that charges four times faster than the maximum charging capable on a Pixel 7. So no, I don't I don't think any of that really comes down to value. I, I, I think <laughs> it's like, that is a nice perk, but what you are yeah. buying is an $899 phone Yes, base you are. model. Yep, and, and I mean, like, and Gabaletta, he's in the camp. He says, give me the option to use the credit towards the phone if I don't want any accessories and not force, force me to buy accessories. And yep. I feel like that's totally fair. If you don't want Pixel Buds or a case or, or a, a, a charger, th- I would believe you on this value conversation if you could do what he's saying. Is if you could say, I don't need any of that. Instead of giving me stuff, give me the cut money off the price cut of the, the phone. Yeah, make make and, it six ninety nine. Yeah, yeah, make it six ninety nine sure. for me, and I'll I'll take that. No, I'm, I'm totally with you. I, I agree. I would rather have that, and then it, you may want to pick up things directly from Google. You may want to be able to pick it up from Amazon. You don't know. I mean, there's a lot of other case yeah. options. Um, I mean, I'm not going to lie and say I don't have a case on that's shipping today that I ordered from Amazon yesterday um, that <laughs> I personally think would look great on the phone. That lets me see the color, but gives me protection. So I, I think I finally narrowed down the case I'm going to replace on my 6 Pro. And I think I'm going to try and get it's back ordered now, and I'm not even sure if they're going to keep making it. So I'm hoping that they do um, the peak design. 
that has okay. their little lock systems yeah, and yeah, i can yeah, get the, the peak design uh tripod lenses, mount the moment that's, yeah, for yeah. my for my travel tripod i think i'm going to go with that and i hope that peak design is also going to do something similar for the pixel 7 i, I really hope and so. i might yeah. even buy like for my Xiaomi, I might even buy a couple of their attached mounts. So you stick it to another case. And mm-hmm. so then I can get my Xiaomi and also lock it more securely to, uh, On the to my Peak Design tripod. Okay. I think that's no, no. my, that's the system the I'm system to play with. Oh, um, okay. Somebody was talking. Ash was also talking about Caseology. Rink, uh, Caseology Rink, is good. Yeah. Caseology uh, is Onyx solid. Is looking nice. I, I believe the though. partnership is going to be Spigen. Do you say Spigen? Is that I say how Spigen. you pronounce it? I call Spigen. it Spigen, okay. but it could be Spigen. I I think I'm wrong, so that's I, that's good. Um, I've, heard, but I know, I've even heard people be... call them as Spigen as opposed to Gen. <laughs> so it depends no, that, on the... that's incorrect. Yeah, I, um, I say Jif, and Spigen is incorrect. Um, <laughs> so, but I think uh, Spigen is going to be one of the official partnered case manufacturers with Google as like an official option. Oh, okay, good. Um, good. Later in the year for other cases and accessories, I. think... I think I read that. I don't think I made that up as some kind of fever dream in the middle of the night last night. Speed and <laughs> you heathen. But I mean, there there are some really great options out there. I'd love to see more Urban Armor, the UAG gear. Absolutely. Um, I want to see what Rhino Shield does. I've always had a soft spot in my heart for Rhino Shield's uh, Wiener Dog case mm-hmm. and their other sort of like accessory and lens attachments. I don't think you can do lens attachments on... Um, it's tough. Any of it's these tough. larger sensor phones? No, uh, not the way it, that they've been doing. Them, I was going to so. say, yeah, the, the, when the, the way they're setting it up. Uh, also, surprisingly enough, I don't know why it sounds like really weird. Uh, I found out on my trip that apparently the main sensor in the center of, and now you know this obviously, the main this, the main sensor you see in the middle of the camera stack on the back on a on a twelve S Ultra is not that's the ultra the main sensor. Yeah. That's the ultra wide. And I was mm-hmm. like, okay, now I feel dumb, but. Again, I've never played with a phone, so I don't know. No, I mean, they, they, they present it like, you know, this As if it's massive, that's well, the main sensor. But really, yeah, it's, a, visually... it's a humongous stabilization mount. I almost believe that this is similar to the um, to the gimbal-style stabilization that Vivo uses. Okay, okay. I, I don't, I don't... They don't really pitch it as that. But when you look at, you look through the glass and you actually look at that sort of boot-like mm-hmm. housing... It looks a lot more robust than just normal stabilization. Um, but then the there's the top sensor. There's that's like a little circle of glass yeah. right there. And that's the one-inch sensor, which is remarkable how that's all stacked in this, like, camera disc. But what I need from Xiaomi is is a some kind of mount or lens filter accessory. Yeah. So that I could put an ND filter on the front of this phone more easily because it is so hard... I've got two smartphone camera cages, and this phone doesn't really fit in either. Oh, that's right. That's right. You have the small. You, you try right? to stick the back of the phone up against a plate, and yep. then the camera bump. module bumps the phone bumps at a weird angle. So then you try and put a filter straight in the cage, There's... but your phone is angled. And if it's an ND filter, then you've got all this light. You almost coming you almost in from need the to left side more, of your frame. You'd almost need to kind of like put some kind of a buffering uh, experience on the back of the phone to make it. But so then that it goes flush. the then way that a lot of these phones have like a a, a locking grip to mm-hmm. keep the phone in place. If you add more bulk to the back of the phone, because the phone is already pretty chunky, it's not no, no, I know. slim yeah, yeah. even at the slim part of the phone. It pushes it out too far, and then it doesn't stay secure in the little clamp 
that they put into the mount. I I, again, the, it's it is so radically bleeding edge that there are precious few accessories that really work with it and work with it well. Yeah, I, I think that's some of the options. This and Jimmy Fire, what's an ND filter? Uh, an no. ND filter stands for neutral density filter, and it's like putting sunglasses on a camera lens. It's designed to cut light so that you can use a longer shutter and not blow out your scene. And this one-inch sensor with a fast aperture can soak up a lot of light. So when you shoot on like a Galaxy Ultra, a Vivo, a Xiaomi, these mega sensor phones, and you try to shoot 24 frame per second video, it often looks like garbage because you're, you're getting so much light that you have to use an insanely fast shutter speed to compensate and everything looks stuttery and buzzy and jittery. It almost looks like the camera is not keeping up the frame rate. Mm -hmm. um, so the only way that you can smooth that out is to get more motion blur. The only way to get motion blur is to use a longer shutter. And the only way to use a longer shutter is to reduce the amount of light that's hitting the sensor. So you put a block of dark glass in front of the sensor and you can cut. I, I mean, the, the, the ND filter I have, I think, cuts like eight stops. Okay, And then I can shoot faster. I mean, it's still a, a faster shutter than I would probably want to use, but it looks mm -hmm. a lot better than if I let the auto exposure take over. And, and I think a lot of us do appreciate having the ND filter. It kind of always throws me back to the that OnePlus phone that we saw that never made it to be that had uh, a built-in ND filter to it. Um, and yeah. it, it, I mean, I, there's a, it's actually a big benefit. A lot of cameras, like the smaller body cameras, they typically, some of them do have ND filters built mm -hmm. in. Um, and it, it's a different thing. I, I'm not going to lie. I've, I've done it a few times where I've actually used my glasses as a portable yeah. ND filter. So where I shoot through the glasses, especially if it's a really bright. And, uh, and it can also help because too, like you can also use that as a polarizing filter. Yeah. If yeah, your no, sunglasses it, are the right. Yeah. It, it actually kind of works, but it, it, I, I want something that's going to be sort of more consistent. Like if I'm going from shot to shot to shot, I can't like perfectly match. How was I holding the sunglasses in front of the lens of the camera? I, I totally agree with you. I, I meant to say that it was more of a, if I ever do need it on, on the go, it, this somewhat yeah. sometimes does work. But yeah, uh, <laughs> I see that goddess is with us. Uh, that That's because 24 frames per second, <laughs> nobody uses it's it. It's garbage. Yeah, you only shoot right. 60 frames per second and you only shoot for like 50 minutes or more. Absolutely. Because that's why can't you shoot. shoot an hour of 4K 60 in 100 degree weather without the phone overheating? Huh? Checkmate. <laughs> it's Friday. Why can't you fighting. just admit it, TK? Why can't you Friday just admit that the phone is garbage? I just think for me, it. it depends. It depends on what you're buying. If you're buying the just phone admit. for that purpose alone, then you need to buy a better phone. The reality it's is, far too reasonable. Day, just you, admit. You, you, just say this phone is garbage. That's that's what Reddit wants to hear. That's all they want to uh, hear. No, nah, dude. Just give battery, them what they want. Stamps on That's why we're garbage. <laughs> that's that's what I would say. <laughs> Did you really rip that out of a? Yeah, I got a spicy pillow there. Yes, I got a nice cushy <laughs> that's, pillow. That's something like you just like, oh, let me just casually pull out this uh, incendiary device built by yeah, Samsung. Dude, I keep telling you, awesome. you need to tell me where to go to do that recycling. I got to recycle these things. Oh, right, right, right. No, no, no. Um, yeah, the, the the hazardous material drop off. God, yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah. to look I have up. a few Samsung devices, older Samsung devices that have become pillowcases. I have to take the sucker out just to keep the phone because I can. Yeah, I, I, I like the phone. I mean, obviously, I can't use it anymore. Uh, but yeah, uh, <laughs> sorry, that <laughs> that's how you change the conversation.
that's you nah, bring, I, I, you I bring meant to props. look that up for you. I'm going to have you to bring props and... as well. I see Jeff is in the, here with us. Hey, Jeff, hope you're doing well. <laughs> TK is living dangerously. I mean, yeah, I have I have violent. three Samsungs that are now puffy, and I've got more on my shelf that the batteries are proper dead. Like, they yeah, don't charge anymore. They, they don't so charge I've just got to take um, a stack my of Black Samsung, Shark, and it's surprisingly, all Surprisingly, uh, my Black Shark from two years ago, running the 870, for some reason, will not boot. The battery will oh, not that's charge. A bummer. So that kind of went, yeah, like because my Black totally Shark Four is still hanging in there. It was, a, it, I mean, it's been a solid. I did, yeah, I, I have older phones that work, but for some reason, that one just, just like does not want to turn on. So I'm, I'm debating if I want to replace the battery or is it even worth kind of going that far or just basically recycling because I can't use it. Um, I was, you yeah. know, it's a good gaming phone. It had, you know, the I think they had the triggers as well, but Samsung batteries for some reason for an extended amount of time will pillow like regardless. Um, the um, what's it called the the Note Seven? Remember the the one from Verizon? That well, the oh, one yeah. that was left over from the older what's it called? That's what this is. Yeah. Oh wow. Yeah. I I I, I was trying to. I checked out the box and all I saw was the box was slightly raised. I'm like, huh? What happened there? Uh-oh. I, I'm like, oh, whoo. no, 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 my friend. Keep, keep, keep. Yeah. It's yeah, not worth that's it. No it's good. not worth it at all. Um. But yeah, uh, Mr. Pillow Guy. <laughs> Welcome spicy to the show. Guy. Well, well, not welcome Mr. To the show. Guy. Not only is it on a Friday morning, but it's also spicy for the weekend. Mr. Pillow Guy here, closing off. Thank you very much. Oh, I did watch the Elvis movie, by the way, on, on the flight. That oh, I need to catch that. Movie. I, yeah, it it's a good? long one, okay. but it's a good one. Yeah, yeah. It's uh it's interesting. From the from the thumb not the thumbnail, <laughs> the, the poster. It's a it's a movie, it's not a thumbnail. Um from the uh from the poster, I didn't know what to expect, but then you watch it and then you understand a lot about his life. To me, always I felt like there's a something because Elvis passed away in 1977. So it's very close to when I was born. So I was still around like where everybody loved him. There was a lot of sadness going on. Growing up, I listened to a lot of it. My mom loved him. Uh, you know, the family. It's just he's he played a big role in my life growing up as a as a musician, even though he wasn't even around. So uh, to enjoy watching that and and see the portrayal of how the business side, the work, the the whole background part of it, not just, you know, just talking about the heydays and stuff like that. Literally about the challenges he had to go through. It's hard. It's hard to watch that part of his life. But yeah, definitely appreciate it. If you if you haven't, it'll be a good it'll, it'll be a good watch for sure. So uh, as one's searching for some good places for us to go be able to hang out and, and drop off some uh, e-waste. I think in, I found in, it. In the area. I'll, I'll maybe send you a link. I'm pretty sure it's the Nicole Benson um, sanitation drop off is the one okay. that we were using. Well, I mean, it, it, from what I remember, centers. it shouldn't be too, Yeah, it's it's in the area roughly between the two of us somewhere. Uh, but I do have a few things that I'd love to be able to drop off because, yeah. And it's pretty cool because, like... You, you can't throw these you, in the trash, by the way. Just be Because they have so much just, yeah. like, toxic and hazardous material. Because, I mean, like, people can bring oil, paint, other things that should never be thrown away. Well, but light bulbs, batteries. But yeah. So you're not really allowed to get out of your car. So you roll up and it's like, again, only in LA do we have concierge service for hazardous material drop off. You roll up in your car and you pop your trunk and then people just like swarm, take all the stuff out of your car and then send you on your way. I like, and uh, we, we try and get there like once a year where for, I mean, all of the tech stuff that we go through, I just, rather than this ending up in a landfill, I'll take like a couple target shopping bags and fill them up with like, old worn out cables and maybe some of the older chargers that we really shouldn't be using anymore. And yeah. I've got a portable battery. One of those I was say, old I have, I have some powers. Yeah, yeah. And it doesn't charge anymore. And you're like, okay, it's time to get rid of that. 
Um, so yeah, we, we make a yearly pilgrimage just to get rid of all of that junk and try and do it in a slightly safer way. No, no, I, um, I can, I could definitely see the, I, so the benefit of obviously a place like this is the ability of doing it the right way as opposed to throwing it in trash, but also because of these batteries swelling up with heat and where they're sitting in the landfill they're yeah they're going to leak the chemical is going to go into the ground this is not something that you want you want to get it recycled quickly. also yeah. old medications and stuff like that too oh didn't Where think you, about that yeah one. you shouldn't be letting like that kind of stuff end up in landfills in landfill and, yeah yeah well obviously chemicals yeah. no no of course uh one of the the biggest things for me obviously is just um like obviously when you when you do have an older device that you let's say you appreciate because it's a piece in the museum for me i have museum pieces in in my office that like mm -hmm. you know i appreciate the fact that they had removable batteries because they were such old enough that you were able to right. and i do remove the battery there but the the note seven is i think was uh i think no i'll take that back the note five is when samsung went to the non-removable battery the note seven uh was obviously the uh the one that had to go back there was issues with the original battery so this battery is one of the original batteries this is the one that was mm -hmm. recalled but never this is not back. not a note fe that's the yeah note no this is the seven 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 the, the legit seven so yeah the way that you're just kind of holding you know, it <laughs> wagging it around like that makes me even more nervous like, well it's because it has that no was the one that caught on fire without being removed the good thing the is phone, i'm pretty sure so. this is dead there is no charge um, and I'll say that doesn't mean that the chemicals inside aren't yeah. horrifically volatile when exposed to air. I would stop squishing it right <laughs> now and slowly uh, set it down, set it down, and walk this. away like Homer Simpson fading into a shrubbery. Oh my god! So <laughs> did the Note Six have a removable battery? Did the Note, Note Six? I don't. I thought the Note Five is when they went away from the. No, from no, there was no the Note Six. Yeah, I think it went straight to seven, right? Yeah, because they caught up so that the note and the S were on the same. Number. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If I'm not because I remember, yeah, I don't remember the notes. I remember the five because I remember how nice the five looked when they yeah. first came out. And the five was one of the most fragile phones I think I'd ever used. Yeah, like, and I, the I, six I, and the seven was I smashed a note five. I loved how the seven looked like the blue color on the seven was absolutely fantastic with the S pen. So I loved red, that, that color. I really felt yeah. sad returning it the first time. And I also felt really sad. I was so mad because like Samsung at the, the reason you have that phone is because Samsung refused to send pocket now a return case. Well, and now you can't even I, the, I the called, kit to safely return it. I, I called they, Verizon I mean, again, to ask like, no, we're talking about PR that is now, so yeah. horrifically petty. And I've had miserable experiences ever doing anything with Samsung in any capacity as a consumer or as a tech reviewer and at pocket now they wouldn't send us a kit to send back the Note 7. They were like, no, just hold on to it, and we'll see if we can maybe, maybe we can send a software update. And here's, like, Marquez with, like, a flight case and gloves and a special box no, no, and a uh, container, Brandon, and you're like... Brandon at XCA got the box. He got a box for returning as well. He he what? got the full-fledged... Yeah, yeah, yeah. They, he did a whole video on that. Um, but one thing, actually, there's a good question here that I got a chance... We didn't get a chance to really talk too much about the watch itself. Um we talked about the pricing on the on the seven and the seven pro. We obviously that's the big bread, you mm -hmm. know, the the breadwinners there. I feel like there's gonna be there. The Pixel Watch, right? Yeah. First watch from Pixel, from sorry, for Pixel from Google. There's never been a precedent before. It's a co long collaboration, long-awaited. Absolutely, we've heard re leaks and rumors and 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 tall tales and all that good stuff for years. It's out. It's available. Three fifty for the base, four hundred for the LTE model. Before sure. you answer that question, I think they both support the same battery. That's one thing. And supposed to be a one-day, mm -hmm. uh, it's basically a 24-hour, up to 24 hours uh, battery usage. I'm a, from what I understand, when they say day, uh, a full day of usage means it 
means 24 hours. I don't mean that doesn't mean to me, you know, 16 hours from 7 a.m. to 8 p.m. or something like that. What do you okay. think the price point is? Do you think it's the right place for that to start for like the 349 price point for the, um, for the, for the Wi-Fi model? Because that was the question from Sam, by the way. Kind of like how we were talking about phones and carriers and the psychology of the pricing. Yeah. Um, first of all, the psychology of the Pixel Watch, to me, this is my personal opinion. Mm-hmm. This is not built to be a Galaxy Watch fossil tick watch competitor as much as it's priced to be a smarter entry in the fitbit lineup so you look at your fitbit prices and you can't just price it the same as like a versa you've gotta it's supposed to be a more googly flagship crown jewel product in a lineup of watches so the psychology of that is if we want consumers to think it's nicer, we got to take a page out of Apple's playbook and we price it higher than the fitness trackers. Yeah. It's a smart watch. It's not just a fitness band or fitness watch. And so that I think is one. The second is in the techie sphere, you also have to be exceedingly careful in whether or not you step on Samsung's toes. So now you've got the plausible deniability of a $350 base model watch priced up against a Galaxy watch, and people can make their video saying like, well, I mean, if you like Fitbit, then I guess you could use that garbage, but really the watch you should get is the Samsung watch, and you've got kind of that price play. And then that leaves, it's a huge opportunity for um, for Fossil and Mobvoi. So like right now, a tick watch... What is it's? I mean, like if you look at full price, full MSRP, a TickWatch mm-hmm. Pro Three Ultra like, is like a three hundred dollar watch. Yeah, I was going to somewhere in there, exactly. But it's regularly on sale for like two fifty. Yeah, it's like and at a hundred dollars off, I don't feel conflicted at all. Saying like, hey, you won't get Wear OS three, but you could buy this watch today and have legit almost three days of battery life with reasonable fitness tracking and GPS and all those other bells and whistles. So I I think Google is threading a needle. They've got to make their offering look nicer for Fitbit folks. They've got to leave price windows where some of their partners, especially their partners who have been excluded, like Fossil and Mobvoi, have, have not been yeah. given the same level of support it's, it's, as Samsung. We're at the end of 2022 with almost, Wear OS and 3. we still don't have Wear OS 3.0. Um, and I'm not putting that on Mobvoi. I really do believe that this is a lack of attention from Google with their other partners because they're so focused on keeping Samsung happy. I think that that to me is how this situation reads. It's also why I think the Pixel Watch is using an Exynos processor instead of the newest Qualcomm tech, which should be a little bit better for battery life. And we'll see in a future fossil and a future tech. The future mob boy. Yeah, yeah. No, absolutely. Yeah. I, so, I think so it's one of the biggest options. The, the, the price is what it needs to be to play in the market and like not upset competitors, but then also complement what Google has purchased in Fitbit. Mm-hmm. I think it's what it is like to me i'm a little less interested in the pixel watch because i'm not a big fitness tracker guy and i don't do anything on fitbit and i really don't want to pay for fitbit premium to get all of the features of what fitbit can do when i've been playing with amaze fit and i've been playing with mobvoi and i've been playing with these other fitness bands that do a remarkably good job of kind of keeping that same uh, health tracking tech yeah. uh more affordable so i, I 
I understand it's the compliment Google is making an ecosystem, the Nest products. We didn't even talk about that and the integration with with home and IT. So well, they finally I, I brought feel... uh, the Google Home app to the uh, to uh, Wear OS 3.0. Like they exactly. launched it a couple of days ago, literally. For sure. I mean, but again, I mostly daily drive a tick watch. So it's no. irrelevant to me until I see better onboarding with their other hardware partners. Um, sorry, short story, incredibly long. Um, it, 350 for an, uh, a Wi-Fi Bluetooth only version of a Pixel watch sounds to me like that is the exact compromise Google needs to make to position their products as more premium and mm-hmm. not upset their other collaborators. That makes more sense. Yeah. No, I, it's I was not exciting bit... from a consumer standpoint, but I think it's like the right psychological hook. If that, and I, and I, at the time when sense. I first saw the price point for it, I was kind of, so just from a price point reference, the, the five pro is three fifty. The best version of Samsung's watches is 350 and they're pricing it at that level. So they're really pinging it as far as price point. But in the essence of what they're also trying to give you here is this is this is going to be like at, at, I don't know how to explain it, but, but it's the way that the way that Android runs, the way that the Google experience with material you and everything runs on it on a, on a pixel on a pixel device that you use um, is hasn't been mirrored on on a, on a portable device for some time. This is the first time we see Wear OS run as Google intended it to run on its own hardware. So there's those type of optimizations that I think people are going to be excited from. We still haven't seen, obviously, right. any content on it. We barely saw it a couple of minutes. Um, I'm not going to yeah. lie. I, I like, I kind of like the design. I'm a little bit, it's a, it felt like it was a little bit too small for my wrist. And that's because I'm used to using things a little bit thicker. No, so that I, was because the woman who was demoing it had purposely no, 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 not bought the, like, the smallest yeah, band. Yeah, yeah, no, 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 not the band. You couldn't I, even get it around your wrist. Well, hold on. So did I have that picture? I think I took But I know, I know what you're saying. Like the case and the size and the design and the dial. Um, Tech yeah, Odyssey it, is like the only fitness I'm doing is fitting this donut in my belly. <laughs> so I just yeah, had to or, call out that. No, no, no. But he but, always likes to But But again, I, I feel like we're looking at a market where Apple is going to sort you of see this is this yeah, is like a it's, it's little, it's a little bit smaller. But, yeah. but again, I, I just got done sort of uh, daily driving the GTS four, the Amaze oh, fit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And GTS you're in the same ballpark. Again, it, it's a smaller, yeah. a smaller watch face fitness tracking kind of device. And that makes sense that this is a tighter integration with Fitbit than it is a bolder smartwatch. And again, I, I missed one of the most important psychological hooks is this also puts the Wi-Fi version of the Pixel Watch $50 cheaper than an Apple Watch. So you've got your windows of Apple is a premium, Google is a premium, but it's a little less expensive. It's more expensive than a Fitbit, but it does more than a Fitbit. You could get your Galaxy Watch at $299 or a Tick Watch or a, a Fossil. You know, Samsung feels safe. Mobvoi feels safe, uh, Fossil feels safe. Um, but again, I, I don't know that that's an exciting consumer position. And we, we, we really need Google to get out there and say, like, this is the advantage. This is why you pick up a Pixel watch over another watch. Yeah. And I'll be curious to see. I don't know that this is really going to be the big draw for Fitbit, folks. Um, I think I mean, one of the it, things that people option. who rock Fitbits, they're yeah, going to like gonna say, not having like to charge their Fitbit every day. Uh, so I, I'll be curious to see how this plays out. You know, I, I feel like there are enough 
different little factions of potential wearable consumers that Google's really got to get the messaging out aggressively to sort of hone in on who their target demo really is. It's for me, the biggest thing would be is collaborating it with Fitbit, bringing in some of the Fitbit functionalities, but not bringing in the Fitbit battery life is was, but not necessarily it's exactly Fitbit battery life, but at, you know, somewhere more like a little bit over a day, I'm wondering if, the the day rating that they've given us is with basically maybe all day tracking certain thing turned on all the time something to that effect them maybe yeah. that the battery would well, be a little bit better and, and adam is also asking like why are people hating on a 24-hour battery estimation when apple advertises 18 and again i, I mean you're not wrong i mm-hmm. wish we were pulling the same smoke for apple i think 18 hours of uh, estimated runtime is insufficient this is why people were buying the, uh, the, the apple watch ultra that's because the ultra gave them a bigger battery well that's- but we're also probably not comparing oranges to oranges i would imagine apple's runtime estimate is likely utilizing more smart features assistant activations and fitness tracking than google's i bet you this is why I'm being sort of cynical and especially looking at the older Exynos that's in Galaxy Watches and in this Pixel Watch. I bet you if you were to use a Pixel Watch and an Apple Watch as close to exactly the same with the types of workouts, doing EKG tracking, heart rate, blood ox, all of that, I bet you they'd be pretty close. So Apple's estimation is likely conservative while Google's estimation is likely um, optimistic. uh, Optimistic. And then for $50 less, I can get a tick watch that legit runs for almost three days on a charge with that similar health tracking, blood ox, fitness Mm -hmm. step. Um, I don't sleep track with it, but I don't put it on the charger at night if I don't need to. Oh, I'll let it just kind of coast overnight. And so I'm not expecting to be able to do that. I can wake up in the morning from a tick watch and just go on with my day as long as I see about 30% battery on mm-hmm. on the watch and then charge it at night. Or I don't have to play this game of, well, I slept with it, so now I've got to charge it while I'm in the shower, and then I can wear it through the day. The day. But I might not have enough runtime to make it through sleep tracking if I want to use it for that. That's why I get cranky at a day. No, no, I, An Apple I'm Watch not. is about a day. A Pixel Watch is going to be about a day. And I think that's just too little to really do everything that they say the watch can do. Mm-hmm. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> I'm very popular today for some reason. I'm getting calls and stuff like that. No, no, I know. I think yeah, I really got to get going too. I'm not used to doing these morning shows. So. No, no, I know. And I do apologize <laughs> for that. We're, we're actually kind of reaching that beautiful timeline roughly about uh, the end of the show. But just to kind of culminate the experiences and everything that we're going on there's been a lot of things two major launch events actually technically three if you consider the infinix because technically infinix kind of mm-hmm. just wedged itself right between xiaomi and google kind of just the Hello. we had a lot of we have a lot of tech that was talked about we played with some of them uh we're still obviously on uh, in on the lookout for the pixel series uh they should be coming out actually retail availability is going to be next week on the 13th so on thursday next week yeah. by the time our show comes back next thursday night you could technically walk into a Best Buy, a, pick, uh, a Google store, or even if you have a Google sure. store, which, again, Google, if you're listening, we need one on the West Coast. You can't just keep all of your good stores in New York because I've been to it, the Chelsea one. It's really nice to walk into, you yeah. know, to the motherland. Uh, I like to call it because you go into a Google store. But anyways, um, 
a lot of announcements, um, some excitement, obviously, over some of the new hardware, new technologies it brought in. The tablet definitely looks really promising from Google with the new dock. Uh, the Pixel Watch, a first venture into the mobile, uh, into the wearable uh, experience, other than you know, wear smart wearables on glass. This is the first time they're putting out a watch by themselves. So uh, a lot to look forward to talk about the experience. Hopefully, we'll get our hands on them soon, and we'll be able to share some content with you guys as well. Uh, can we do it? Oh shit. Jimmy, you're going to go. We'll have to see how things are tomorrow. We need more. Um, Actually, one thing I will probably say, not a lot of people maybe noticed. This was actually a co-hosted show. Uh, Today's show is running on both Mm -hmm. channels, both the Android Bay and the Best of Our Week. It was. I felt like it was just too close to the Android Bay to be to be to basically kind of talk the same conversations again tomorrow. Uh, but uh, yeah, so this week's show, unfortunately, there will not be a show on Saturday uh, tomorrow. This is our show for to, for this week com- combining the two. Uh, but I yeah. will say that there's a lot of things coming up. There's a lot of cool things coming up soon. Uh, there may be a uh, a little shindig that your uh, yours truly and uh, and your buddy here will be doing in the next couple of weeks or so that maybe you guys will enjoy as well. So we'll keep you guys posted on how that's going. Um, oh, and of course, we? a lot more tech. And I want to spend more time with the one, uh, not the OnePlus, the Xperia 10 Mark IV. I want to really get experience that. So that's going to be my weekend driver this weekend, taking it out and you know around LA and stuff like that. So yeah, um, good times. With that being said, thank you everybody for hanging out with us. Um, we had a really nice showing here. We had actually almost hit a 50 at one point. Um, and everybody taking time of your day to spend it with us on uh, the best of our week and the Android Bay show. And we'll see you guys next week. Obviously, on Monday, there'll be the SGGQA for Juan on his channel, as well as Thursday night. We'll be back for the best of our week for another episode, obviously, with more tech to cover. Yeah. So take care. Thank you very much for the support. And we'll see you guys very soon.